I want to start collecting all of all of the animatronics that they've they've released. Consumer grade animatronics. Did you do you remember that severed monkey head that they had a couple of Halloweens ago? It was a long time. It was actually seven like seven years ago. Severed monkey head. Just what you need, a robotic monkey head. Move these levers to one side, it makes the head turn, you make the head look up, you make the head look down, and by turning these things, look, his mouth is opening and closing. There's no easier way to terrorize your pets or traumatize your toddlers. It was a severed monkey head, and I, I originally, the only time I've seen it in person was um, the lollipop people had it on stage for their big cabaret rock concert thing. Right. And What's wild about it is it has that Henson-style remote control that comes with it, and you can, like, puppeteer the mouth and oh, yeah. the blinking eyes and like stuff. Full-on animatronic mm -hmm. from the 80s. I was gonna... I wanted to buy, like, three of them, because they're affordable. They're only, like, 40 bucks or something, and then just pull the skin off and use it for, for puppets. Oh, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. And it's it actually... It sort of dawns on me that there must be some sort of antiquated... Uh, animatronic technology that was really good at the time but just is too clunky and unmanageable now that you could get for pretty cheap. Mm. Which is some shit from the 80s that was used on crappy movies, heads, like animatronic heads and stuff like that that must just be sitting somewhere. Stan Winston's creature shop now that, <laughs> now that his body's cold and dead. Just like sell, selling off all his gear. Maybe like Troma. Troma's just got like a fucking stockpile of weird props and animatronics from all their old movies. We're kind of in an animatronic slump too, right? A lot of uh, directors have shifted towards thinking of CGI as the as the be-all and end-all. It's like end the standard, mm -hmm. which is sort of like... But all those components are super cheap now. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's funny how much easier it is to make it look good. Fine. I've never actually done an eBay search to see if there's animatronic kits that you can get from China, you know, with little... What are those little motors called that power they're like andrino motor oh there's, there's arduino Ar which, which is the like the little do-it-yourself computer that you can use to sort of build that kind of stuff from scratch mm -hmm. like raspberry pi is another example of that where it's like a small affordable computer that can drive motors and like handle it and or gates and stuff like that like it's just a little computer i gotta get me some of those they're, I need to start making. I need to start making like a Blade Runner type of of uh, studio with with tiny little creatures and things all over the place. No, I don't have a lighter. You have to get it from the bathroom. Ooh, I'll be right back. You're wireless though. Just take your pack <laughs> and you can keep talking to me. All right. So yeah, this will be the dog cast. There's gonna be a delightful little poochie by the name of David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie. <laughs> Jesse, yeah, I'm I'm not seeing a lighter. It's on uh, the cabinet behind you. Aha! Uh -huh. This is giving me flashbacks to Nuit Blanche, being able to have telepathic communication wirelessly. That was fun over great distances. When it was funny too at, at Nuit Blanche because I could, I could hear you, but you couldn't hear me. On your, can you hear me right now? Yeah. Oh. All right. Excellent audio. Uh, yeah, where I uh, I could hear you, but you couldn't hear me. So you're standing in line, and I'm just kind of watching you and listening to you sort of speak into your microphone really quietly while people are around you. Yeah. I'm just so curious of what people in front of you thought. It's just a guy behind them going, well, now I'm standing in line, <laughs> just like talking to himself. 
Well, it's oh. wild. Like we haven't taken full advantage of these Sennheiser wireless mics, but the, you can you can go like uh, five or six hundred kilometers or uh, meters no, away yeah. <laughs> and still have it connect to the recording. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, they're quite powerful, so there's definitely things that we could shoot hidden camera style with the telephoto lens, <laughs> where people wouldn't even know where the camera was. Cool prank show for YouTube. Yeah, One of those. You punked. <laughs> oh god. Punked that is action. that is a scourge of the fucking. Of the YouTube culture, man. Pranks and people. What, what would be the opposite of punked? Where it's not funny and it's it's a, it's a kind of culture jam type of show where... I, I feel like there's a... You almost like, you know how the, the vibe that you get from uh, Mormons and stuff when they come knocking on your door? Like they're trying to save you? Yeah. That'd be an interesting ca- hidden camera type of deal where well, you have interventions. So you have a... Hidden camera. What's kind of going on right now... Uh, like in sort of the underbelly of YouTube, like I was saying, pranks are pranks are a thing where people are coming up with these like crazy scenarios. Most of them being fake. Someone will go out and basically handpick a homeless dude and be like, "I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars for this video, and then you're gonna go buy food for all your friends." And goes and asks until he finds the right homeless dude that says yes and will actually do it. Mm. Then he makes a a video where he's like, oh, I'm gonna go out and give a hundred bucks to a homeless person and then I'm gonna follow him around and see what he does, see what kind of drugs he buys. And then it's this big emotional moment where like, he buys food and brings it to all the other homeless dudes. But it's just so clearly fucking staged. Mm. So that's one side of it where people are just creating these sort of, I guess like punk scenarios or just something like that, but they're staging them and scripting them to just get YouTube views. Yeah. And BuzzFeed style headlines. You'll yeah. never believe what happens at the end. Yeah, like this man gives a hundred dollars to a homeless dude. You'll never believe what he does with it. Or he like, builds a backyard rocket. Yeah. <laughs> um, he builds a space elevator with it. I would never believe that. And then, then the other side of it is like there's there's channels where it's like a guy who's like, oh, I'm gonna go and see if it's really true. If like if you step on someone's shoes in the hood, that they they get mad at you. And you just well, walk anybody up, walk up to a black dude and be like, oh, and step on his shoes. And then when the dude starts beating the shit at him, he's like, it's a prank, bro! It's a prank! Just relax! It's a prank! Dude, that's not a prank. You attacked that person. You scuffed his... Sh- you, st- <laughs> you basically stomped on his foot. Nice shoes or not, you came up to a stranger and you fucking put your body on them. Let's see what happens when I walk up to a stranger and spit in their face. And, and that same that same <laughs> dude was like, oh, let's see what happens. You'll never you- believe. If people think that I'm siphoning their gas, and so he goes and he looks, he like puts the tube in and starts siphoning their gas. He gets his head kicked in a couple times. He's like, "It's a prank, bro! It's a prank, dude!" I don't think you know what the word prank means. <laughs> Wasn't there a Simpsons bit on that where Homer was going around pranking and it was just awful, mean spirited and shitty? It's like awful attacks. <laughs> a prank, but a prank in nature should have levity to it, and the the person that you're pranking should. Maybe not in that exact moment, but should eventually be able to go, okay, I see why that was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it should be shared by everyone, including the subject. Going out and harassing people for the sake of YouTube views is something a cunt does. My friend Todd had uh, a Nuit Blanche idea years ago where he was going to send out um, kidnap squads <laughs> with, like, unmarked vans to just grab people off the, <laughs> the sidewalk and tie them up. And uh, same type of deal. The city was like, that's not a prank. <laughs> you can't just kidnap people. Yeah, no. They'll sue you. And they'll sue the city. Yeah. It's, if we're involved. It really is. It's just like uh, the depravity of YouTube culture. You just have to have, he's like, well, we just have to have that <laughs> sign, sign waivers. 
Like you're in line and you've signed the waiver and you don't know that after you leave the line because you thought that the, 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 the exhibit was bullshit and that yeah. nothing was going to happen, that's when you get kidnapped. Yeah, it's, it's, also, it's just misleading. You're, and that, it goes beyond like you're really um, running the risk of triggering someone's like PTSD maybe. Mm. Maybe maybe someone... Ah, with, oh, here comes Brandon the dog. Silva, here comes David on. Bowie. All right, we'll put that on hold. Oh, I think Jared, you went to get him. Oh, it smells like drugs in here. God damn it. Yeah, so word on the street is that they've opened up a marijuana. Can you close the, the door there? The scarf is in the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and, uh, I don't think it's oh, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Come here. Come here, David Bowie. Jared, has got a pump iron. The Thin White Duke? The Thin White Duke has been reincarnated as a small black dog. What kind of breed is that? What kind of breed is that, David Bowie? This thing? Uh, honestly, I'm not too sure. They, uh, they take a wild guess when you go to Dapa. He's a cross between a Chihuahua and a skunk. He's from uh, Stockton, California. Really? Yeah. He's a Californian yeah, dog. The Diaz brothers. What? <laughs> Are you saying that this is this is probably the Diaz's dog? It could be. David Bowie some, Diaz. Uh, <laughs> David Bowie accident. Diaz. He's quite muscular. If you you touch his back, you feel that. It's a, a firm hound. Oh, buddy. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, hello, everyone. How Brandon are you doing? Silva. It's your third one. Three oh, it is my third one, yeah. <laughs> Three Pete. Oh, what did we even talk about the first time? Incontinence. The Moncton Maniac. That was the first time. Yeah. The second time was my inability to hold my urine. And uh, today, um, shitty robots. Oh, Jesus. How about that? Shitty robots? <laughs> Tilt that a little closer to your to your mouth there. How's that? That's is bad. this is this okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So as Brendan said, that that uh, marijuana he's smoking is legally acquired, at least according to the gray market definition. Um, word on the street is that at NASA and Spadina, there's a marijuana dispensary. I'm, I'm getting I'm seeing them pop up everywhere. There's even one on Blur now, and yeah. uh, I don't know. It's like called like an education center. Like that's their way of kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that the one that's all green? It's yeah, just like it, they, yeah. It, it looks like uh, like an Apple store, but like with a tinge of green to it. Like everything's got a pot leaf instead of a like an Apple logo. Yeah, essentially. And there's some hot chicks sitting behind the counter. Great design. Yeah, no, it's it's very intimidating though because. I mean, I, I want to go in there and just get educated. <laughs> I just want to pay 50 bucks and get a license. Does, they, does Apple offer a vape pen yet? Is there an Apple vape? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only a matter of time. Not yet. Yeah, I imagine so. We wanted to design and build an incredible mobile product, but without compromise. It, it looked nice with my iPod if I they did make it. It was an interesting experience. I went down there like four weeks ago. And the, the lineup was out the door. The one they, you got your license from. Yeah. Okay. And it was a three-hour wait. They had, like, a long line of people who were all so excited. A lot of potheads that it looked like it was Christmas Eve. They couldn't even believe what they were seeing. And you had to sign your name up on a list, and then you had to wait for three hours. And you got in, and you saw this doctor in, like, a side office that's just, like, part of the Was the it a doctor? That, <laughs> How do you know Sure, yeah, he... Licensed practitioner. <laughs> what what she, makes you she so? may have been a dentist? Doctor Weed, PhD. She's wearing a very short skirt. <laughs> she was. But of course, she that was. Had absolutely nothing to do with uh, the transaction. Um, See, rainbow that, nail polish. That's not she a doctor's very appointment. Bored. We call it a transaction. 
she must have been, you know, if you were off the clock and you were working, uh, you know, you had your PhD or whatever, and you were signing, you were signing prescriptions for people for fifty bucks a piece. Uh, over the three hours, she must have made like seven grand or something. Crazy. Yeah. Fifty. How long did it take you to get in, get a your signed piece of paper? In? Um, maybe seven minutes. Seven minutes. And that and the appointment itself was only like, what, three minutes of you just being like, I'm stressed. Yeah, it's this new job Sometimes. and I'm having trouble sleeping. And I went next door and I've got this friend who smokes cannabis. Me, and me he too. gave me some of it and I felt really great afterwards. <laughs> and I was just wondering, you know, I don't like hanging out with drug dealers. I'm kind of, I'm kind of afraid to call them. And I was thinking, isn't this great? There's like a, a legal way of doing it. And she's just like, like yeah. too much of a show. I feel it like is. I mean, like, I already smoke weed and I just don't want to have to buy it off that, the street thank anymore. Thank you. That's and they'll just be like, to. yeah, here you go. It's a much safer and better way of controlling it. It's, it's going to become the new thing. Uh, there's a study that just came out of Britain today that said they estimate they can get a billion euros of taxing weed if they legalize weed in the UK. And so now, like, they're urging Parliament to sort of follow suit with some of the states, just like, may as well legalize it and tax it and make money while you can on it. Mm -hmm. It's not uncommon for me to oversell the story. Yeah. I remember when I first got caught drinking, I was getting uh, taken home from the police station by my dad in the back of the car. And he's like, so what happened? It's like, well... They were all drinking, and I had a sip, but I spit it out. And then you don't realize until like three or four years later that every single kid that gets caught by their parents says the same story. Yeah. Just I had a sip. I never did. I, I never actually, did either. I just I, came clean, because you can't just say just a sip when you like smell like I did and look like I did. Oh, my mom it picked me up for a second. high on acid. And, and after <laughs> That's being, a tough one to explain. A, after being fucked all night, and like I got in the car, because I was... Wait I, a minute, like, you got fucked all night after you were... No, 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 I was like, you know, I was... Doing multiple hits Afterwards. of acid all night. After doing the acid. But, uh, <laughs> but I get in her car, and she can see that my eyes are pie plates. Like, she knows what's going on. Right. And she goes, what did you do? And I just looked her right in the eye and went, four hits of acid. I need to go home and eat some breakfast and go to sleep. And she was like, okay. She was really cool. But I think honesty is, like, way better than trying to make up some bullshit about how you got peer yeah, pressure into sure. it. Take responsibility and be like, I took some fucking drugs because drugs are fun and I'm a teenager. Because you know what? I was disappointed in your behavior, but I was even more disappointed that you lied. Yeah. <laughs> were, were you actually hungry, though? Yeah. Oh, is yeah. It, it's not like one of the things that acid would take away from you? No, actually. Hunger like, gets confused for like introspective self-hatred or something? No. <laughs> uh, acid's a super beautiful drug compared to pretty much anything Never else done. I've ever done. And it's one of those things that it's it feels very organic and it makes organic foods like non-processed foods delicious takes taste amazing eating apples and like or just, just anything that's fresh on the front lawn oh, just it's amazing oh man I, I wish it was. lsd also has like one of the worst reputations among people who don't know anything about it it's bizarre it, it's just because of a, an even worse propaganda campaign than was put against marijuana right yeah Totally. But even that, I mean, that's saying something because reefer madness is uh, ridiculous. <laughs> like, imagine they used to tell people that smoking weed would make you a rapist. It would, like, make your palms sweat and make you fucking just jerk off all the time. And, like, this is, that's insane. I've had several your people. Your palms don't sweat? <laughs> I've no, had several know. people um, show me videos of people smoking salvia and people so. eating mush magic mushrooms. Yeah. And they do that thing where, like, the roommate jumps out the window. And I yeah. go, 
I'm not saying that this is fake because I don't know everybody's reaction to drugs. Everyone's different, but I have never seen anything like that. No, and and also with the <laughs> amount the amount of drugs I've put in my body at any given time, I think I I got pretty close to like nine or ten hits of acid at one point where I was just like going for it. How wow. many micrograms is that? Each each hit is probably like one fifty. Right. So that means nothing to me. <laughs> Do you I have mean, any? That, that's, an, that's an average dose, 150 okay. like 300. Okay. So I took 10 average doses <laughs> oh, at once. <laughs> okay. And the uh, when you get that high, those kind of impulses are not something that you're even physically capable of acting you on. You shut down? You, know, you let you shut down, but like you're just so fucked and your thoughts are going so fast that like, I don't know that you could even fixate on the idea of opening a window and jumping out of it for any specific reason long enough to do it. On a speedy chemical, I definitely could see that. Yeah. You take enough speed, you take enough meth, I could definitely see you fucking jumping out a window because you're stressed out and like you're fixated on that idea. But if you've ever been on a high amount of hallucinogenics, your brain is this like crazy moving tapestry that's never going to be able to fixate on anything for that long. I think uh, it's more of a symptom of uh, psychosis than actual, like, the hallucinogen itself. I mean, because I know there are people who, who've gone through a state of psychosis and they've actually literally just jumped out, you know, no, no drugs involved. So if you're right. pre predisposition to having some sort of psychosis... And you were barely you, you, keeping it together as yeah. it was. And yeah, then, exactly. Yeah. And Which then you means, took some hallucinogenic, you know, don't chemicals. Your yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you do think that you can fly. I mean, that is a common symptom of... Uh, psychosis is that you do get that I like you think that I can fly or that I'm higher I'm a higher being mm. it's a it's like a godlike sort of feeling or you think you're you know you have powers things like that well that's sort of what ha uh, the musician Daniel Johnson it's he was manic depressive so yeah he's predisposed to those kind of like grandiose ideas and then he did a bunch of acid at a butthole it surfer show it. and, and that, he, that's when you hear those stories he thought he was like a religious power and he like beat the shit out of some woman and like he he he's in a plane with his dad his dad was a pilot and they were flying in a little single engine banger <laughs> he took the keys out and threw them out the fucking window does does that stop the plane <laughs> air it's I mean, it, yeah, it, in that seems like a bad idea to make the plane stop because but, the keys are out. But no wild. one, <laughs> wasn't that in the documentary? It is. His dad describes it. They're flying home from a show, and he's an old, he was like a war pilot, like a decorated war pilot. So he's like, oh, so I, I, we got in our like dual plane, dual seat plane. I started flying him home. Oh, so not like a Boeing seven forty. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Right, that makes Like a like a single banger, All and right. like and Daniel was reading a comic book and said he wanted to parachute. And when his dad said he didn't have any parachutes, he took the keys out of the plane and he tossed them out of the fucking plane. Or in well, the back you gotta jump now. <laughs> and he, and when he oh, wrestled the controls away and spirited tyke, put them into a tailspin, and the the dad managed to <laughs> safely pull it out and guide it down into a bunch of trees. He barrel rolled it. They walked like away. Denzel. They fucking walked away from the crash. Neither of them hurt. No broken anything. No scratches. The dad was such a good pilot. He landed it in a fucking forest on top of trees Jeez. and managed not to die. Please. It's uh, yeah. Denzel Washington. Dad jokes can be uh, can be too much. <laughs> Do you want a drink? You have drinks? Yeah, I got oh, lots and lots of whiskey in the freezer. <laughs> How did you know? He's <laughs> looking like why? I've been here for twenty minutes. You're a marijuana minutes. man. You're a whiskey man. <laughs> All right, this you can this, have whiskey. Great. You can have marijuana. All right. Fine. Do, do we press pause? Have we been going this whole time, or have I just been talking? Oh, you'll get. Uh, there's several options in there. I believe there's wild turkey. I believe there's tequila. I believe there's Jesse. May I have a small amount of tequila? <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> You're on medication right now. Oh my god! <laughs> fuck off. <laughs>
David Bowie can also have alcohol. <laughs> well, both Ziggy and I felt there might be time to clean up, so we, we were very smart about it. We went straight out of L.A. to the heroin capital of Europe, Berlin. <laughs> I noticed the last time I was podcasting with Brandon, his, uh, his stories got increasingly better the drunker that he got. Yeah, I don't want to get drunk. I just, I've been up all night, man. I want to shut up to you and just sort of fucking straighten me out. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yeah, absolutely. That shit's that fucking you up? old. Tequila is by far the best liquor you can drink. Doesn't turn into refined sugar in your stomach. It turns into agave sweetener. What? Because so so all other boozes like whiskeys and gin and stuff like that, when they hit your stomach and they get digested, it turns into refined sugar, and it's like a very sugar-based thing, right? Uh, whereas tequila and mezcal are both like made with uh, with agave. And so when you drink them, it turns to agave syrup in your stomach. It's way better for you. That's why you don't get you don't get the same kind of sugar? Uh, sugar sugar hangovers that you do. What? I've never things. heard this. Why do people get so crazy on tequila? You don't mind if I vape in here, do you? No, man. I, I honestly I don't know why people get so like crazy on tequila. I think that's legit a placebo effect from the culture around like it being in movies as that drink. Right. It's because it's so strong and it's this like Mexican. It's drink. an enabler. It's, the it's, girls already want. To get crazy and then yeah. they say like tequila shot Any, anybody who gets put complete- on my leopard top and my cowboy hat we're going to the bar A- anyone who gets <laughs> like- i thought it was like the this like the south american culture of it that made it more like badass and that's yeah. why people com- compel people to do it but- i think it's completely placebo because i drink tequila exclusively anymore like i don't drink whiskey or gin yeah. if i go to a bar i'll have like a few like cups of tequila and it's cups exact- of tequila well, you can order that Sure. <laughs> Can I have a glass of tequila? Well, tequila like a... and something else. Okay, just all right, saying. all right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Could I have some sort of... I just want of... to know what bars you're going to. That's... Could I have some <laughs> sort of 7-Eleven slushie based on tequila? I've been actually, I've been having a lot of deck drinks, you know, just going and having like weird island drinks. My friend was working at a bar and I would just pull up like hawaiidrinks.com and just pick a random one and give it to him. Make me that. Half of those require like a blender though. Yeah, we'd skip any of that. Anything that was like that wasn't as simple as crushed ice would ha- would get skipped over. Uh, but then you find really the limits of what you got in your bar. Do, do, do you have like the hell's a dragon fruit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sound of that vape. This episode of Idea Grave brought to you by thick white clouds of smoke. The most important part. Of brought to you by is a mouth fedora. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> It'd be Most fun important. to walk around Mexico and just every place you go in, you say, I hear you make the best pina colada in Mexico <laughs> and see what they do. See what they serve you. Some pina colada with some some dick in it, probably. <laughs> I don't know, you got to be careful with that. Nice pina 30. colada is like a, a flag, you know? You penis colada. Penis colada. There are very few bars I've ever been to where like anyone has had the gall to ask for something that's more uh, complicated than like... Maybe Beer. a martina, maybe a mm. martini, like on a martini night. But I've never been with a group of friends who's like, yes, I'll have like a Negroni, please. Or like... <laughs> Pulls up that dot com <laughs> site that you were yeah, talking yeah. about and reads out the first one. I'm hanging out with Sunshine Paradise on the page. No one you got it on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I want this. Go right. No, it's usually two ingredients. It's, it needs to look like this. So you got the one with the, the, the scorpion in it, right? You know, you have any fresh scorpions to put in my drink? I only drink scorpion beverages i discovered one called the shirley temple of doom mm-hmm. which has a like a water falling grenadine over the drink so it looks like blood kind of spilling all over the drink i do understand if like you know i was at a resort 
and I'm like at this free bar, I'd be like, make something that also fucking sparkles. Like, <laughs> show me that flair. I'm not gonna do it at the at the local dive, but for sure, right? out enjoying the sun, I fucking want to show you time. Join the sun. You got your gold chains on. <laughs> <laughs> want something that'll keep up. Oh, I hope that's. Bit. I hope that's our future. Gold chains, big thick. Gold it's hard chains. for white guys to pull off <laughs> gold, gold jewelry. Went away though. I mean, chain culture died. I don't know when I was in like elementary school i had a chain i had yeah. a chain in grade did you have a chain grade eight i had a chain what, what yeah. did yours look like was it, it was kind of a it was a silver kind of snake chain <laughs> nice it had sort of like a a, a a snake skin vibe like the interlocking yeah links they're really elaborate i had like a superman logo with mickey mouse standing in front of it smoking a blunt uh-huh. <laughs> and uh it, went, it was like 20 went right, right down to my balls like the and my parents took long, it away from oh, me i didn't have a long chain that's that's, that's oh crazy. no no i'm talking chain culture like <laughs> do your chain hang low do your well at the same time i was like oh. feeling that coming out of your brain i was like that song yeah, I haven't heard that in a long time. I think uh, there was an emblem on the end of my chain. It was kind of like a double Ouroboros type of thing with some skulls and some jewels. Yeah, <laughs> I, think- I got it from the exhibition. You know those tables that all have the different. They look like cocaine dealers yeah. sitting behind them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's also holographic sunglasses were popular the same year. What, what are holographic? Sun- oh, the all oh, with the eyeballs, like if yeah, uh, or yeah, peace yeah. symbols yeah. in them. Yeah. <laughs> What a strange time, man. Uh, Internet couldn't come any quicker back then. The answer to your question, a gentleman named Jibs. Oh, Jibs. Chain That classic Jibs. That classic Jibs. It sounds like such an innocent name. Did you uh, have a chain, Brendan? No, I never really had like a chain per se. Clearly did you have a rope? Did you have some sort of rope? I did definitely have, I had a wallet on like a thick dog chain at one point that was like prominently displayed. Skater wallet. But those had some practicality to it. Yeah. Yeah. It was harder harder to take my wallet from me. Yeah. If you had a Prince Albert hooked up to it, like it was even... (laughs) Even worse. (laughs) Um, You weren't going anywhere with that. But I I just just had an epiphany. Uh, If you want to look good as an adult, as like a white male... Mm -hmm. Proportionately, the fatter and hairier you are, you look better with a gold chain. Yeah, Thanks, it's a manly like a, thing, thing, man. Yeah, no, I was no, thinking no. about getting a chain. But no, 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 I'm talking like you gotta have like gut, like Sup- Tony Soprano gut. Like, no, 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 no. I'm See like, that? it grows. <laughs> you push it out. Everyone can push it out. And then like you get the hair to match. I think yeah. that gold chain just accentuates yeah, that greasiness. So you just you <laughs> embrace sheen. it. Yeah, you embrace <laughs> that glisten. I used to work for. Um, a neighborhood gangster by the name of Ken in my neighborhood when I was like 16 because I couldn't get a job at the grocery store. Yeah. And so the neighborhood kids would, you know, go down, do some yard work for Ken. And he would, he was like a retired salvage. So Stereotypically, anybody in the junkyard business. Like a backyard connected projects? No, 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 no. Never, he, never had, he had kind of a very nicely manicured okay, so upper middle class yeah. house. And it was constantly being renovated and landscaped by ex-felons who couldn't get jobs doing anything else, so they would get a few bucks from Ken to, like, retile his roof or That's noble. Car- carve up his lawn and stuff. And, uh, yeah, he was exactly in that same vibe, like that Tony Soprano aging mafia guy. Like, yeah. white dude, but, like, thick, giant hands, yeah. big body hair, Knuckles big like gold sausages. chains, dark, dark aviator sunglasses, and swore like a sailor. And I felt like such a boost when... I was around that guy, and he would give you like a pat on the back, 
That was that was so some rewarding. kind of direct alpha energy. Oozing like, testosterone. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've done a good job <laughs> on your yard. All right, you son of a bitch. Here's your sixty dollars. Get out of here, kid. Jesse, That's... what was your relationship like with your father? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just curious. Uh, the alpha attention was <laughs> was was needed. Certainly needed. Thick, Love me, daddy. Love me, arms. daddy. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he was uh, he was also running like a, a, a small brothel out of the back of his his house. He would... <laughs> a small brothel, just yeah. a petite brothel, you know. Like he he just became a horse. <laughs> he got in trouble with like the police would constantly be called and they'd come and knock on the doors and there would be like the local singles would be over doing the fishbowl thing, where they show up and they drop their keys in the bowl and then they would hook up and he did an extension to the house that had like sauna and a hot tub and a pool and he had this uh, nice uh, you know 30 something year old um, Filipino housekeeper mm. in brackets yeah. <laughs> and oh. it was quite the operation um, <laughs> but yeah such a weird this contrast. is the same guy who gave you that sense of reward when you were, he was patting you on the back this <laughs> this man this and this is why people loved Tony Soprano as a character he was the yeah. everyman no, he was <laughs> no, he, he was a horrible anime. piece of shit. He was a horrible piece of shit. There's just some kind of weird thing about a guy Kings. who's yeah, who's like he's that behavior. high on himself and he's like oozing this weird testosterone. <laughs> he's like a thick, greasy dude who just fucking like everything you're saying makes me like not want this Please. guy to ever touch me ever. That's <laughs> why why is this okay for you guys? What? Because I, I, was I, like, I don't, I'm not feeling what you're dude. feeling. I never had this dude in my life. Okay, <laughs> I had it was no for, cool Italian. I think it's because that dude was my dad. That's why. I, I don't want him in Oh, my life. I see what you're oh. saying. That's why. Do your chain hang low? Do do what we do it though. You got to superimpose that over the uh, audio later. You'll find it. I'll send it, I'll send it to you. I got, I got right the MP3s. What's, what's I your the definition FLPs. of a positive alpha now? What gives a you the positive alpha? The feels. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Nice. Yeah. I think he did. He He's did. got a great manager. He does. Makes a lot of good. Oh. When you throw it over your shoulder, there's a hat like no one knows. We a chain. Hang low. Is that your chain? <laughs> 24 inches, that's how no one let it hang. <laughs> he gets really uh. aggressive. It starts off with some ice cream truck music and all these kids are running over to the ice cream truck. Yeah. And he comes out, like, pops his head out with... I don't think it was ice cream. It was like weed, wasn't it? Like just yeah. it was, Or no, it was a chain, probably. Yeah. And it, like, smacks, like, three kids in the face and he goes, Is that your chain? <laughs> 24 inches, that's how no one let it hang. It's really aggressive. I love rappers that are just like, they go from zero to 100. Like just like that, Mr. Cal was always Mr. Cal was like that. Oh, it was yeah. just like there's that video uh, uh, that guy Joe. Remember it was, he's had like Fat a hit. Joe? No, no, no. It was just a dude named Regular Joe. Regular Joe. He was kind of like an R&B sort of Skinny dude. Joe. He had a song called Stutter, and Mr. Oh, Cal yeah. was like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Stutter. in that video, like Mr. Cal is just looking mean the whole time, not saying anything. You just see him in the background. Just in the background, and then there's this like boom. And he drives up beside this woman on a highway, <laughs> and he just screams at her for a solid 30 seconds. You're going to fuck your butt and whack yourself! Just screaming at her at the top of his lungs. Just so angry and driving super aggressively like he's going to run her off the road. It's just like... He just hanging out in the background, then just like he snaps, fucking. He does. He, he's, he just comes in. He creeps in halfway through the song. You can kind of hear him like, like, like in the background, yeah. like the first 
three minutes, and then when his verse comes, something happens to the music. Yeah, it gets really like like church belly and dark. Yeah. Like uh, the what was that song? The the move, get out the way. Oh, ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. He yeah. comes in like here I come, like yeah. nowhere. <laughs> oh. God, oh, the only man. thing that could stop that guy's career was prison. <laughs> and I think, that, I think that happened. They don't yeah. let you record in prison. Yeah, absolutely. They don't. No, no, no. They do. Well, they did for uh, what, what ODB. He did like a whole thing. Yeah, in it, it really depends. I think depends on what state you're in and like what prison. The American prison system, the private prison system industry, they should definitely have a recording studio. Yeah, they should. Well, in, in uh, they're making them do write. everything else yeah. for money, anyways. Like you guys have not? talent, we can make some real money off Force of your like recordings. A, in uh, in Jamaica, detention center label or something. Yeah, exactly. That'd be legit. Uh, oh yeah, they'd have the best talent. Uh, there's another name, Vi Cartel, who was charged for murder in Jamaica, and he's serving life in prison. And they, yeah, I guess the Jamaican prison system is just sort of loose enough that he's just thrown money at it, and they let him just record music videos in his cell and like Wild. bring chicks in. Vibes Cartel. Vibes he, Cartel. Yeah, he, he's 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 in life without uh, in prison for life without parole, but he's got enough money that like. The prison's just playing ball and just like letting him put music out and like record videos and letting girls come in. Like, he's probably the fucking king of that place. Your boom boom is Which is hilarious. It's just like you just pay Pris it off. Prison's not bad if you got money. Show business so. slavery. Interesting turn. Yeah. I, I spelled it V I B E S vibes. Cartel. K. Or sorry. C A R T E L. Yeah, you're, you're, you're way off. It's and then autocorrect came out and said V Y B Z. Yeah. K A R T E L. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He look. Yeah. He looks like he's been in prison for a while. He looks like. Yeah. Oh. He's a weird dude. I learned. I learned a whole bunch about him. He like. He's into skin whitening. There's a whole thing in Jamaica right now of like whitening your skin with weird uh, soaps and shit. So he's like a lot. Lemon juice what? apparently. He's a lot whiter than he. Or he's a lot whiter than he was five years ago. Yeah, he. I thought it looks like cancer to me. That's what that. No, like, he. I guess look, he. Look left and right. Yeah, I guess he did that on purpose. Yeah. That's like a why? thing. I don't know. I I have I couldn't tell you it why. Seems to be someone, like withering his skin. Like it looks like he's moisturized. Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to change the color. I mean. That can't help your street cred, at least not transracial. Yeah, yeah. transracial. Maybe that'll be a new thing. People mm -hmm. just changing their race. That's always been a thing, isn't that where uh, where, where wiggers came from? Yeah, but cultural appropriation, <laughs> people acting like a, a subsect of a culture, no is different than like you know, coloring your skin. Like yeah, to, to actually whiten or like darken your skin. I guess that is sort of that's what a like very aggressive procedure. I guess that's what kind of hardcore tanning is <laughs> Why too. Why are you looking at me and laughing? That's funny. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's what that is. I do not understand this laughter emotion. What is this? Comedy. Expressing to me. You missed when this became a comedy podcast. Now, <laughs> what's that? You missed, but this is a pod. It's a comedy podcast. Oh, it is. Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, <laughs> Brandon, what's new in your life? Vape. 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 Thick way clouds. Make sure everyone Give knows that I vape. One. I ask people, is it okay if I vape in here? And then at, even before the answer, I'm already <laughs> I actually just got a recently got a new one and like it that that's where that sound comes from. Like I feel like they're getting more arrogant. Because before my first one just used to, you didn't hear it, right? Silent. It was very silent and it was just very low key. This one now for I don't know, it's just like it it has oh, like a, it's, it's like a smoke that like a frothing. Eventually, it's just gonna be a fucking reggae air horn. 
<laughs> every time you take a hit in, just holds it the whole time. <laughs> I vape. <laughs> Coming through, thick clouds of smoke, baby. I think I actually almost got in trouble at work today, actually, because I left the uh, the e-juice on it, and they're getting really... I mean, there's no regulation on the e-juices, so any like tomorrow you can come out and make your own e-juice. You could just put some vegetable glycerin, propylene glycol, and then like whatever flavorings you want, like oh fucking cinnamon, why not? And just dump it in, yeah, and, and sell it. So there's no regulation, and basically they're they're coming up with like the silliest fucking names with these things. Like the one that I have is called uh, pie, uh, crack pie, and it literally, <laughs> and it literally says crack pie on it, and then there's a pie with like a line of cocaine underneath it, and I <laughs> totally forgot, but I'm in love with the flavor because it tastes good, and I had to just sit there on my desk and like, well, what was that? It looks bad, like it looks like a vial of yeah. some sort of drug. You know, the hit flavors, they'll make enough money that they can rebrand later on under the new regulated boring system. I, it's one of those things where I actually want. I've n I don't think I've ever said this, but I want the, like the Ontario government to step in and take control of this shit. Cause, they will. Because they're like, you know, every other day it's like, oh, popcorn lung or oh, like it blows up in your fucking hand. Like, I don't know. That's a real fear. I saw a video of, of one of these things blowing up in somebody's pocket. It yeah. He was just like, hey, can I get it? a pack of like a uh, pack of uh, he was getting like batteries or something from mm -hmm. like uh, the convenience store. And all of a sudden his pocket just spontaneously combusts, slowly smokes, catches fire and then his whole pants catch fire Jesus. blows up in his pocket and he has to it, it, even worse his day was ruined because he had to take off his pants and his underwear because it was on fire yeah and so he's standing in the middle of like a fucking gas station like vaping from, with his yeah, cock out <laughs> <laughs> from the waist uh, down just butt naked <laughs> with third degree burns on his leg jesus christ how how bad would your day be after like there's no bouncing back from that no that's so a, it has a lithium battery in it i guess of course uh, it does everything mm, does now yeah. That's that's been a thing with those little Segway scooters too, where they burst into flames. They're yeah, those are cheap lithium batteries. And you know there. what? Those things are just dumb to begin with. It's like there it is. Sorry, I'm just trying to. They look like a shotgun. Sync shell. it up to my Bluetooth. Those, here. those cheap <laughs> lithium batteries look like shotgun shells. They do. They really do. I don't know. Uh, uh, are they cheap? I mean, some of them are cheap. Mm. Not all. I went to a cell phone store to replace my old ghetto cell phone. And they pulled the battery out, and it had swollen to like three times the size. Yeah. You don't even. And they're know like, that. "What have you, you been doing with that. this?" I'm like, "Well, it hasn't been holding a charge, so I've just been keeping it plugged in all the time, so I can make <laughs> calls." And they go, "You can't do that; it'll explode." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I've just why been... <laughs> isn't this a thing? Why don't they talk about this when they sell you your phone?" They don't. Well, I mean, you're not going to buy. A they phone don't. Now. They don't treat you good lithium-ion care to begin with, because the thing is, you you really should pretty much let it die, not to complete death. You shouldn't let it get to like zero. But you should let it get to like eight percent. It depends like below, on if you have an iPhone or not, because yeah. the iPhone has like auto he, shut off things. But he's, like he's the biggest problem with my with my uh, Android tablet. Like a lot of people were complaining about the battery life. I've had it for a few years now, and it still takes and receives a charge, holds it the same way it did a few years ago. Because I always make sure to charge it like from, responsibly, like seven percent all the way to a hundred. I never, charge I never interrupted. I just like I let it go all the way. Uh, and I let it charge when it's off. Yeah. So, and it's it really it makes a huge difference just like your charging habits to your phone. It's the most boring fucking conversation. Some sort of so the thing about battery. <laughs> the thing about battery care to prolong the life. No, we got to talk about the dangers of batteries because they're yeah. blowing up. They're, they're blowing fucking up, blowing baby. up in people's pockets, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's scary. I think that's just mass manufacturing and shitty quality parts, right? Yeah, People that, not taking the care to... Yeah. It's all that Afghani lithium ion. That's what the problem is. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Digging it in. It's, it's a war material. This is a bit? They're, no, they're like, <laughs> that's, where they, that's why they invaded Afghanistan. It's for like the for world's lithium largest ion lithium ion uh, Is that real? Stockpile. See, I don't know if that's real. <laughs> I, I trust you because I know you, you Google a lot. But at the same time, I I may be a source of misinformation. You're a giant source of misinformation. (laughs) I've known a couple of soldiers that have said that it's not legit, but I've also heard a lot of people say that that's the only thing that makes sense. Like, why would anybody be interested in that region otherwise? Yeah, but that's one of the that's one of the moments where you're just like, sometimes things don't have to make sense by any sort of logical standards. Like, you know, maybe some maybe they fucking. Didn't do it for any specific Straight reason. Straight your microphone that, there. Yeah, I know. It's going to be perpendicular. Yeah, there it is. Uh, I'm just going to do this oh. for a little while. It's going to hold it Bob, Bob Barker style. <laughs> I'm going to get you a Bob Barker microphone with the, <laughs> the long little string mic. <laughs> I'm kind of into that. All Go right. for it. Fill yeah, up. Yeah. And you should bring should back right. David Bowie. I was just wondering if I could bring it. You don't want to hear my number. Well, you got to turn this into a dog cast. Oh, I'm sure you I got will. great dog related. Do you like dogs? You're a cat man. Uh, I like them both. I got no problem with dogs. Yeah, I kind of want a dog, but it's I like I like big dogs. This episode of Idea Graves brought to you by Bonobos. It's brought to you by dogs. It's brought to you by Crack Pie Vape. Soon to be Warby Parkers. All those vape companies are going to have completely boring names when they go public. E vape. Sigavate. Z- Zoom Sig. Every modern company has to be just named some meaningless combination of syllables. Hope that you can add value later. Well, that was quick. You could have just yeah. bought the bottle. Drink right from the bottle, bruh. How long have you had David Bowie? I've had David Bowie for a year now, and I got him when he was a year old. You rescued him from California from the Diaz fighters. Say something. Oh, oh, he's just isn't that so cute? Uh, how do you feel about the juice? Huh? <laughs> yeah, we all do. We all do. Mm. Talking about OJ Simpson? The juice? <laughs> juice, yes. <laughs> the juice is hey, loose. Hey, they found his knife. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what was that all about? Oh, he's. That like... was the stupidest story I ever heard. Oh my god. Some What was it? Some cop fucking. Uh, he found it and didn't, no, no, a construction worker found it, told the cop who was off duty, and they kept it home as like memorabilia for years, yeah, for years, years and years, <laughs> yeah. And then he, then the reason they found out is because he, he called up the uh, the fucking police station asking for the case number mm-hmm. so that he can frame it because he wanted the case number on his framed encasing of the knife. Oh. And they were just like, no, what the knife? Well, I don't know if it's and then, yeah, they. I'm skeptical because I heard the description of it is that it's a common utility knife that would have been found in a garden. It's like a foldable buck knife. Really? That's what I heard. The the description that I heard of it was that it was a standard gardening knife. The kind of knife that you would... Shut up, David Bow. We were talking about OJ. He's found a spot on my pants that he likes the smell of. I spilt a little bit of meat grease on my pants earlier when I was cooking. Meat grease. But yeah, I heard the description of it was like a six-inch folding garden knife, like, and it was found. I heard hunting knife, but buried in like his garden. So I figure it's probably they would have swept that place with metal detectors and stuff a long time ago. Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, he got off, so at that point, uh, didn't did it go all the way to the? I don't know. I never saw the documentary, and that's how my only source of information on it. But uh, sorry, what's the show on HBO? Is it is it called The People versus OJ Simpson? The People versus OJ Simpson. Did, is, does it go all the way to the Supreme Court? Because I mean, no, 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 no. It's not. It's okay. not that kind of trial. It's a criminal trial. Criminal trial. He gets acquitted. Don't go all the way to the Supreme Court. No. Is that civil? Uh, well, it depends on what you're you're suing over. I thought anytime you make an appeal, it goes up a level. So you go from like local, state, and then Supreme being. I don't over. think that that's nope. the way it works for murder. Well, I have no yeah. fucking idea. All right, I don't know. But what I will tell you is that I think once he was found innocent, they they wouldn't that they gave up, and then I, they only probably started sweeping up his place after like the civil lawsuits, hmm. and that's probably when they. Somebody dug up, and it was a, it was a contractor that dug up the knife because I, I don't think you know. The it, urban legend is that his friend Kardashian helped dispose of the bloody clothes and the knife. That's the urban legend because there was a garment bag that like Kardashian was seen leaving the scene with allegedly. Was it like Armani? Uh, I don't know what brand it was, but he's like OJ's best friend, and there was rumors that like he disposed. He was seen leaving the place like that night with like a garment bag full of stuff. And they never found the clothes, and they never found the murder weapon. And generally, like, the, the funny thing about murder trials is when they don't find the murder weapon, you usually get acquitted. And I don't know why. Hmm. Why? Well, Even uh, with Lizzie <clears throat> Borden? Lizzie Borden hacked up her parents? Uh, yeah, well, the, the murder the weapon is, like, yeah. Well, they can't go off circumstantial evidence. It's got to it's gotta be solid. I mean, not necessarily the murder weapon. There's been a lot of places where they didn't have the murder weapon, but... Just everything else added up, like, oh, it was just you two alone in the house, and the blood spatter suggests that you had beat her over the head and left a blood trail down the stairs. I've been watching a lot of Forensic Files. Jeez. Right. Yeah. After coming off of making a so murder, you, you've... Yeah, no, I went, on a, a I went on a kick. Making a murder, I don't know, that, that changed. Have you seen Making a Murder? <laughs> I have, yeah. yeah. I'm honestly... Uh, I think they're trying to reopen a skin. I, ha- I have a... Uh, oh, God. A weird Here release. we go. No, what? it's... I just... With those kind of shows... I can't get Selective like too editing. too much into them. No, it's not even that. I'm just uh, after so long of just like talking and circulating around this idea of a murder. Um, it just becomes so quickly depressing to me, like really abysmally depressing. I'm just like you forget the victims awful quickly in all of these cases. Yeah, yeah. In making a murder, they barely even touch on this Teresa chick and it's all, it's her all about yeah. Well, but that's not. But that wasn't the point. How of the she ended up in a pit. I mean, but maybe like but, part but of it should have. I, I don't know. You could argue that 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 the whole point of it too is also if they're saying that he's clearly not guilty, then we got to get to the bottom of who is guilty, and that that does shed light on 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 her. I mean, not yeah. necessarily like yeah. they don't mention like the the grief that her family goes through, but I mean, actually, briefly, you can see like shots of like his her. Brother. The oddest thing that I found about that documentary, completely aside from the Avery character, the boyfriend, the ex boyfriend, is involved in the search for the evidence yeah they're like letting him in behind police lines and stuff to, to help the cops look for things yeah. and it's always the ex-boyfriend that's the first suspect yeah. and during yeah. the trial and stuff they asked them point blank like was this person investigated they're like no what no no that's it, such that, a stereotype the, that's that's the whole documentary is the whole thing just smells of bullshit like something just really off about the whole thing it was all just done wrong too many parties got involved that weren't supposed to get involved. A lot of and the, the other thing that was like the biggest red herring, everybody talks about the blood. The blood vial is pretty crazy. But the crusher, the fact that the car wasn't crushed is such a huge red flag. Wait, the car wasn't crushed? What do you mean? He had a crusher on the lot that he knew how to use. Yeah. 
and the victim's blood was found in her car and the car was just like it had some sticks on the top of it and like a well, board leaned up Ave, against it. Avery's blood was found. Okay, so Avery's blood was found in the ignition. No, her Avery's blood was found in the ignition port and then the yeah, her her blood was found in like the, the trunk. trunk. And then his like sweat DNA they called it, which is bullshit. There's this thing as sweat DNA. It's just DNA. It was found on like the the latch of the hood mm-hmm. of the front. Um but I'm saying the car yeah, he, itself he was have, parked on his lot. Yeah, somewhere and he like could have crushed back. that car yeah, with, because it's an auto salvage. But I place. think a big part of their argument too is that he's an idiot, right? Like, so very low IQ, both him and his fucking <laughs> yeah. and Brandon. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're expert murderers. No, I mean, and with with Brandon, it was like it, it Brendan, was Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. It, it it was clear that he was uh he was just gonna. <laughs> He was just going to say yes to whatever the cops were kind of feeding him at some point where yeah. he just like broke down and was just like, I'll just like tell you whatever you wanted it is that you, for me to tell you. Like, I'll just tell you. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Did you do yes. It? Did, yes. You do it? did you do it? You did it, didn't you? Yeah. You and then eventually he's just you like, okay, yeah. Where yeah. did you read all those horrific things? In a book? <laughs> Which book? Kiss the girls? <laughs> uh, it's so perfect because every kid goes through like a Stephen King slash. Thomas Harris slash, you know those those type of like salacious murder he's, books. He, he's when an you're exception. Like 13, I don't think he's, 14 he's years read old. many books, just based off of the documentary. Well, they're not the Stephen King books aren't a high reading level. It's, it's like grade six, grade seven kind of level language. Yeah, it's funny to like think about stuff by Stephen King I read when I was younger, and then like I go back and read it again. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> he's a he's not a good writer. Like, you know what? He's amazing at beginnings and yeah. terrible at endings. Yeah, that's, that's the the vibe that I got. Like, over the I, I spent a summer reading like nine of them. Oh yeah, and it's always like he has such a great talent for setting up a world like in and an and interesting like provocative opening scenario yeah and then he has absolutely no idea how to finish it. It's <laughs> it's usually like the devil pops happens. up at the end and then like. It goes completely crazy. Like at the end of Needful Things, Needful Things is an amazing story about mm-hmm. like manipulation and human desire and um, this whole town like picked apart by like this sociopath that's running a junk shop in, in town. Right. And then at the end, he's revealed to be literally the devil and his car, <laughs> the wheels set on fire and he drives into the sky like at the end of fucking Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves like the fire trail behind the car and stuff, and you go, "Well, that's one way to end it." <laughs> I think he about got halfway there. Was like, I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, okay, so he's got hooves now, and uh, well, he's got a he's, he's the kind of guy that clearly writes on like deadlines, right? Where someone's like, "King, we need another one. Churn out another one, bud. We need another hit." We need to fucking sell the masses. Well, what was particularly weird about Needful Things is that you didn't need that ending. All you needed to do was have an intervention where people figure out that he, that the junk store owner is the guy who's been manipulating everybody and there's a confrontation where they either kill him or there's some sort of like arrest and then it's over because it's way more provocative to like have this idea of this character that just did it for no reason like just to entertain themselves and isn't just literally the devil <laughs> he's like the devil. lucifer yeah. <laughs> yeah. he didn't have anything better to do than manipulate the people of castle rock Castle Rock. Oh, God. So you read a lot of the Stephen King stories? I mean, I read I read a couple that I really liked. Uh, there's one called Desperation. That was... I, I kind of remember it having a not 
terrible ending, but it's also sort of the same ending as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> like, it has a very similar ending where, like, a town gets swallowed up by, like, a hell pit, mm. and everything gets blown up and sealed, and then, like, the characters walk away just being like, well, I'm sure, I sure am glad that's over. We'll have to write the book. <laughs> uh, There's always one person who's, like, an amateur writer in those stories, and then they kind of insinuate that they wrote the book you're reading right <laughs> now. And it's in your hands. <laughs> uh, Did that, you go through a Stephen King for, uh, phase? No. No, I don't think I've actually ever read a single Stephen King book in my life. What was your equivalent when you were like 12 or 13? What were the novels that... Porn. <laughs> Just porn? Just the, a serious okay, porn I'm going I'm I'm to sidetrack here because <laughs> this is one of those things that my girlfriend yells at me about all the time is that she's always like, oh, what? You don't read? And that's probably the, like, the, <laughs> the most ignorant thing you could say. And it makes you sound like a real fucking dummy to be like, I... I I don't read. I don't know. I, I don't read. But it's not that I don't read, okay? Like, I read articles. You know I read news. I read, like, manuals. I read, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> manuals. I'm not like even you, joking. You have the technical skill yeah, of no, reading. No, I, I literally, I whenever I sit down and, like, try to read a book, I can get, like, four pages in. I'm like, ah, I don't got any imagination for the shit. And then I, I, I close it. I Like, I read, like, documentation. Like I, yeah. Like, I read... For knowledge, I've never actually like sat down and read for pleasure. And you're I'm not trying. alone. You're not no, alone. I don't know what it is. You I shouldn't just, be. You shouldn't I feel like you can summarize that like a freak. And, it, and and you know what? I feel like I made out to be like a freak. I hear it's only been it's only been about a hundred years that men have been. It's been culturally normal for men to read novels. Historically, if you go back, novels were primarily written and read by women, and men would generally prefer nonfiction, and it's kind of reverting. It's, there's still evidence of that. Like, there's still a lot of dudes that prefer to read nonfiction, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I like I don't read for nonfiction fiction. Like, even if it was like a tale, if it's like if it's more than like thirty pages long, I'm, just, I'm out, man. Like, oh, you'd like this guy then? H.P. Lovecraft. Satan. Oh, wait, who's H.P. Lovecraft? <laughs> yeah, he's an amazing horror writer from. Yeah, see, I'm not like him because I've never written a book or read a book. That's what no, I'm no, trying I to tell said you. You'd like him if you oh. like stuff that's under 30 pages. Is it under 30 pages? He has a lot Perfect. of short. He has a lot of short stories. Perfect. He's the, he's the master of a short, short stories. Story. I can do. Yeah. Short stories I can do. I don't know. I just can't. I, maybe I read slow. I don't know. I, I, I it takes me like, I, like I've tried and it holes took me like a week oh. in school. <laughs> You know what I actually enjoy doing? Have you ever... Are you familiar with uh, the Game of Thrones wiki? The wiki, Wikipedia site? I, I use that literally when I'm watching the show mm-hmm. because they're always like... like they, they, throw, they, just, they throw names. They throw names out there and then everyone's like... Oh, oh, oh. I couldn't, I no stand, I couldn't stand reading or listening to the audiobook versions of Game of Thrones because... You, to the, just, you, tr- you tempted to listen to the audiobook yes, versions Yes, and they're so boring. And sorry to all so. the fans Who's reading out there, it? but they're so fucking boring. Who's reading They've it? got a stately British gentleman... That goes on about that Tyrion Lannister climbed the marble steps leading to the Iron <laughs> Throne. It's, it's too much. He looked across the kingdom, That's probably the and saw his future. <laughs> you know, and you know what I get off on though is like you go through the wiki and you get the summaries yes. of every single beat that happens in the story. You go like, oh fuck it, that's great, and you get it in. You get the gist in like can, two and a half. You can hours. start like drawing connections because sometimes there's like I, I notice, especially uh, when it comes to like fantasy, is that they have a lot of background lore mm. that they make mention to. But if you don't like, haven't read a book from a previous thing that that guy had had written about, or like a, even like, we'll go to like video game titles. Even like there'll be like a video game like lore and a story to it. If you haven't played the previous video game, you don't know anything about it. Or 
even if you play the game, a lot of people play the game and they don't really get invested in the lore or the story or the, the, the background tale. That, that's what those Wikipedias are good for, is that it's just like, it, it gives you like that, okay, so they're talking about like you know, the Game of Thrones, like the, like, what is it, the Seven, is it seven Kingdoms? How many kingdoms? Yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, they, they tell you like the history behind it, and then, you know, I, I that's what I'm saying, like the Wikipedia, I always read it when I'm watching, the sh- or pull it up when I'm wa- even watching the show, just because like, it, like I'll be like, oh, that's... In quick search terms. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll, they'll bring things up, they'll be like, oh, like the, the past... Yeah. War of the Seven Kingdoms yeah. when they they came before, and you're like, oh, here you go. And then you know you can see like there's the also a fantastic family trees too. Have you seen the YouTube um, clips, the history of Westeros? Yeah, that's uh, fantastic. Oh wait, no, wait. The I think that it must have been a bonus feature on the DVD packs or something, but it's a twenty to one hour minute um, summary of the different ages and the the past Sorry. of each of the kingdoms that like led up to. How long is it? 20 it's 20 minutes to an hour oh. for each of them. Is and it 20 to one hour minute? 20 minutes to <laughs> an hour. 20 minutes to an hour. It's 20 minutes to an hour, and um, it's a summary of the history of each of the kingdoms and the principal characters, their starting points. Okay. So you get like little insights about things like that are supposed to be obvious to people who have read the books, like uh, the fact that Littlefinger is like this orphan that comes from this place called the Fingers, and... He, his little girlfriend when he was growing up was the oh, Stark so he, lady, and then I thought it was like the little finger came from the fact that he worked at like a brothel or something. That's it's a double entendre that he's got a small <laughs> dick. <laughs> but also that hey, one what of his fingers that? gets cut off too, right? Like he's, he's missing his little finger. Uh, <laughs> Care to cough a little bit more? <laughs> what is that? It's no vape. That's PCP, brother. <laughs> Didn't know you like to get so wet, though. You getting wet, baby? Uh, but yeah, the history of Westeros on YouTube is excellent. I only recently saw like the history of uh, uh, bu- 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 Lord of the Rings. Mm. There's this channel on YouTube, CGP Grey. I don't mm. know if anyone's watched it. They nope. do like some weird, like you know, like, explaining things. Yeah, letting you know what the ins and outs are and things you've always kind of wondered about, like dark yeah. lore. No, no, more than that. It's like interesting things, like why uh, there was no American smallpox, or no, why, wh- no, why there was no European smallpox. Mm. And the reason was because the European had more livestock, and livestock is where all diseases originate from. They just do little shit like that, right? Oh. And they did one on like the history of. Hold on, this um, is called Lord of the Rings. No, 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 no. They're just a channel dedicated to explaining things to people like me who uh, don't want to invest time. Read. Exactly. Uh, we don't read. <sighs> so smallpox. And what else do they talk about? It's like, general interest? No. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they explain <laughs> it. All right. They go back and they talk about like the different gods that they're talking about. And you know, and you go, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always I, like. Adult learning. Adult learning. Adult learning. That's it. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been playing this insane game called Bloodborne, which is a. Uh, is it free? No, it's not. Is it online? Uh, yeah, sorta. So then I can. Meh, is it like online co-op multiplayer? Or? Yeah, sorta. It's sorta hard to explain. So could I could I get the game and play the game for the story? So that's what I was about to say. Is that in this game, it's very like. They, they do that thing where they presuppose a bunch of things on you where, like, they're just talking about stuff. You're thrown into this sort of situation, and there's no preamble. 
you're you're giving you just jump right into it and you're giving a very wildly confusing situation that has very little dialogue and almost all of the lore is told through item description and like very random like npc things and it, you're in this like very horrific place where like everything is sort of a waking nightmare <laughs> and piecing everything together is like super abstract and difficult so this whole wikipedia thing like i was reading it today because i didn't sleep last night so i played eight straight hours of this game because i couldn't <laughs> couldn't sleep so i played and beat bloodborne and then i was Whoa. just like at, at, i was presented this ending that I was like, am I supposed to feel satisfied? Because I don't understand. <laughs> Finally, you have restored peace within the <laughs> nine realms. It was like a water better, earth. It was like the city was thrown into chaos <laughs> because of the birth of a baby, and I had to kill the baby's monstrous, nightmarish wet nurse. And wet then, nurse. And then the original I'm hunter. Listening. I was a hunter, and so I had to kill the original hunter. And then something called the moon presence showed up, and tried to suck suck my stomach. And then I didn't, I didn't let it. And then I killed that. And then I woke up as a slug, and a girl was like, "Oh, poor hunter," and just carried me off. Sorry, spoilers for the ending of Bloodborne. If that makes sense to anyone, yeah. <laughs> like. And then I went on the Wikipedia, that and was I was just as confused. I was like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" <laughs> it's a great game. The game is amazing, but the storyline is so per perplexingly confusing, and it, you have to do some side research, otherwise you're not going to get it. Yeah, I mean, you like the ending is not going to be something that's going to be this like sad. Not like any other game where you like you get an ending, you're like, I did it, I did something, I saved the city. In this sense, I'm like, I. You're no longer a slug person. No, I am now a slug. Oh, you person. are a slug person. I oh, wasn't. That's what you were I wasn't going for. before, oh. and then, then I was, and I don't really know what that, that isn't means. very rewarding. <laughs> that's not rewarding See, at all. The problem with this is people don't actually want creativity in their writing. You would have been happier with just like the standard no, 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 but hero I, arc. Hero with a thousand faces. That's what people want no, every time. No, I'm, I'm into the Eldritch Horror kind of like the Cosmos. So you can't, I have a fucking HP Lovecraft tattoo. <laughs> I like I like stuff that's like the sort of the indescribable horror yeah. and stuff like that. But there is a certain level of like... It's got to make sense. Integration into the world I need to feel like a satisfying ending. It's not that I need it to be uh, this like nice ending that's plate fed to me. Like, I... I just want to feel like I understand what my motivation was in the world so that the ending to my character has some weight on How me. are you supposed to assess whether your virtual character is happy at the end but if no, you it, don't but have me, any kind of internal logic? Well it's, an ex well, it's an extension of me, though, right? Like, that's the whole thing. That's why it's, I feel like it's kind of different than a, a movie, in a weird sense, where the characters can have separate arcs. Like, it, it left me feeling this, like, very confused attachment from the game where I was just like, I'm, I, maybe the point was I, that you're not supposed to understand. Yeah. And even that was that's, like a that's little... That's never the point. That's a horrible game. It, basically, they made a story that you can get immersed in. Yeah. It's just called a shitty game. But the <laughs> gameplay and the actual, like, the world and the, the feel... It was elaborate, but, like, it was stupid because it didn't pull you in. Like, it wasn't, yeah. you know? I don't know. That just sounds like a really bad game. Like, if you get to the end of the game and you're like, you didn't it, feel that it did it did kind of maybe the point though it did kind of make me want to replay it maybe it's sort of the like the re-watching thing where you watch a movie a few times and each time you're like peeling oh, back a layer person god and it. then and then Makes i'm gonna beat yeah. it again and be like oh yeah okay yeah but maybe not <laughs> i was i was mentioning earlier i now the, don't want to play that game i was mentioning earlier before you came that um i had gone to see this indie band called the lollipop people and they had kind of like a broke cabaret 
weird indie sideshow freak show kind of thing to go along with their crappy indie music. And um, my friend Dean uh, had free tickets or something, so we went to go see them at Transact. And um, I had an extra ticket, so I invited my friend Sean to come in. And he's kind of not from the same background. Like, he's a a pro fitness trainer dude, and he's been my friend since high school, but we don't have anything in common. And uh, so I'm like, oh, you're in town. I'm going to bring you to one of my weird indie art events. And after the show, after like an hour and a half of like this, these weird like songs involving like people playing on tin cans and, you know, screaming like Tom Waits impressions and strange like kind of like people putting themselves, contorting themselves and fitting into a box and all sorts of weird like kind of indie freak show stuff. French circus. We hit the intermission and I walked out and my friend Sean, suburban background like he has. He was offended. He's like, he's like, what was that? He's like, this is what you do for fun? He's like, that was terrible. He's like, none of the songs had any rhythm or hooks. It was just obnoxious. And people, what was that? That guy swallowing swords and stuff? And, he's, and everything looks cheap? And this place smells like urine? And he was, he was offended. Like, it, it short-circuited his, his wiring, right? Like, what your expectation of a rock show should be and what you saw and the fact that like there's people who like it I, that's an interesting kind of thing that happens sometimes with art well i think it just caught him off guard i think he expected that and he didn't get that and yeah it was just really weird and elaborate for he him. was mad. I, if I'm, I feel he like mad. i feel like i can relate to that guy i would get mad but i would say what like, the hell is this jesse how would you feel if like someone was like come to my weirdo french circus uh, like experimental <laughs> art show and you were like all stoked about it and you showed up and it was a Motley Crue cover band. That's kind of funny. Or jibs. <laughs> that would make you mad. <laughs> would you be like, well, I mean, I'm not ma- I'm not necessarily offended by this Motley Crue cover band, but this just isn't what you told me it was going to be. Yeah, he just makes felt ripped off. And it's like note perfect <laughs> and they have the hydraulic drum kit so they can spin the drummer around. <laughs> 360 while he's drubbing at the pyro and stuff I'd be kind of like thrilled I think <laughs> what a pleasant surprise I thought it was just going to be a boring indie art show but it ended up being like this amazing Motley Crue cover band <laughs> and I didn't even think I liked the crew but I totally get it now <laughs> they really they really put on a great show even though there's how, only 12 people there how do you fear, feel about hair metal and glam metal <laughs> how, do, how do you feel about you that you know what I blame Stairway to Heaven uh, fucking Led Zeppelin they're like the children of Led Zeppelin because you watch Led Zeppelin and Led Zeppelin's cool and all right but the com- everything was there the big hair the solos like silk kimonos and yeah, stuff flowing clothing and- the weird kind of pretentious combination of like J.R. Tolkien and weird party animal or it's 70s yeah. party animal and they just like spawned that whole uh, tradition of like people who were kind of in it for just as much about like showing off and getting girls as it was about like trying to make moving music. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's weird because every every hair hair rock and hair metal band from that era, every single album has at least one acoustic ballad, like one 
crybaby fucking song about something. Like every single one. I even I, kiss. I, Kiss I has got the ballads. Yeah, I defy you to find me a hair metal album that doesn't have an acoustic-y ballad from that era. I defy you to show me one. I've never heard it. And my stepdad listens to a shitload of that garbage. He is real into <laughs> shitty music. So I wouldn't say garbage. It has its place. Okay, not all of it's it, completely bad. I mean, there's like definitely, like in every genre of music, there's good and bad. But there's a lot of bad. Like you listen to enough Cinderella, and you're just like, oh god. <laughs> or like Wasp, we are sexual perverts. That is a <laughs> fucked up band. You should look up. How, a, how about that, Brandon Silva with the I, hair bands? I, um... <laughs> Sorry, what was that last one? Wasp? What was that? Wasp. For? We are, I believe we, it stands for we, we Are Sexual Perverts. Pop up a picture of Wasp, just so, and we'll leave it up just to get that feel in the room. <laughs> and we should definitely attack. This should be the picture for the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, man. On that uh, Sunset Strip documentary, they, uh, they've got Ozzy Osbourne's wife, Sharon Osbourne. Yeah. And she uh, used to be like a groupie. Um, for a lot of the bands and I think she was managing Ozzy Osbourne even back in the day yeah um, but yeah she has like a lot of horror stories of like how terribly Led Zeppelin would treat all of the women in California yeah just like they started to become like American psychos where they would just start pushing they were so bored of just like all the sex that they were getting that they would push the amount of like violence that they could get away with where they were you know, like putting things in the women and, you know, smacking them around and putting out cigarettes on them and stuff. Like horrible, horrible, horrible yeah. shit. I guess that's what unlimited fame does to somebody. When you, you just get bored, right? Like yeah. you sort of become like a Henry VIII type of character. You're just like, get this wedge <laughs> away from weird me. Execute them. Bring me bring more me, wine. Bring me my court jester. Bring me the woman that I wiped with the rib sauce <laughs> off my face with her breasts. <laughs> The disposal with her breath, <laughs> with her breast. Yeah. Wow, you'd be a great king, Jesse. Indie king. Yeah, I'm creative, <laughs> creative uh, dictator. <laughs> Serve me tonight's dinner. <laughs> Bald, shaved head of your sister. I, I had, I have such fond memories of listening to Psychedelic Sunday while I was mowing lawns as a 14 year old. Yeah, just like hours and hours of it, and it's great when you're at an age. I don't know if this will ever happen again to like kids because. You're so inundated with music now. You can, like, catch up on the entire history of music very, very quickly, and there's no barriers to, like, finding out about stuff behind, uh, you know, paywalls and things. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to get into hip-hop when you were uh, growing up in the 90s, you had to either have a friend that had the albums to give to you, yeah. or you had to, like, go to a store and, like, trust that the clerk wouldn't, like, just sell it you was a word bunch of, of garbage. Mouth. Word of mouth back then versus, mm-hmm. like, or, well, I guess it goes as far as radio, too. There was radio was really the biggest, and there was, was really like the MTV and, and much music, but like they those aren't trusted signals, right? Like they can, uh, you know, steer you wrong and tell you oh, that definitely. fucking like Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion is the best record, you know, 20, 20 weeks in a row. How long was that number one? Um, <laughs> NSYNC fucking Nookie, Limp Bizkit. These are all number one records. It's you weird go, that what? like, I don't what? know, every time I hear the radio now, it just, it feels very like relic Like, I don't know, I haven't been, like, I, ever since I stopped driving, I've, like, I finally, finally tuned out to like the radio and, and ever since what station? I, I, it was just whatever, all the stations, fucking mm-hmm. all of them. We'll start from 107.9, <laughs> fucking, you know, uh, Nickelback every like 30 minutes, you dial back to 107.1 and it's, they got really cliche, mm. uh, the edge. It's all just like bad to the bone. Da, 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 da. And it, and then you, you know, keep dialing it back. What, what's next? 103.5? Yeah. Fucking 
dance music. Yeah, I was. I thought you were gonna say on the edge. They have like the older the Nickelback edge, songs. Edge, edge is the worst. They have Nickelback back when they were cool. Edge picks like three Not bands. Not when they were street. <laughs> the edge picks like three bands and just like rams it down your throat. And that's, th- that's what that's what I find weird about listening to the radio nowadays. Like you said, like now you can, you actually have access to like listen to different music that you otherwise would have never listened to. But the radio is the old school way. It's telling you what to listen yeah. to. Especially those and, those quote and you unquote wonder, you're satellite like, stations. But like, does anyone like this? And then like everyone you ask, like everyone I know when I ask, like no, no, no one likes it. So I'm trying to figure out who is it for. Who's but so here's here's the thing though, is that same format, uh essentially is like Spotify or something like those kind of streaming services people there's a lot of people out there who want to give their kind of taste over to somebody else and have either a person or an algorithm or a company decide just a list of songs for them to listen to while they're working uh, just to facilitate or driving right it's just so you move away from radio because the music's shitty but you stay in that same program where like still the most popular thing is just like a different form of radio it's just a bigger radio station that's like a little more catered to you my own at least one's based off of stats though like one's like oh this has grown in like listenership and and likability but like back then it was there was none of that it was just like they could flat out just tell you this is the song that's hot right now and you just had to believe it because everyone was listening to radio yeah and so they introduced music to you and like it was basically like spoon fed to you. Like otherwise these people didn't like start low and then work their way up. The like, thing I don't get is the lack born. of variety. Like that time we went out to wine country, fucking Cam Thompson was rocking the, he was driving. So he got to choose the station yeah. and he turned on like the satellite radio station that's nineties. Right. And it's all nineties songs. Yeah. But it's like the DJ is unaware that there's more than three Nirvana songs. <laughs> Are you unaware yeah, that no, there's that, more than two yeah. Pearl Jam songs? Like, you don't need to play that over and over and over again. Over the course of, like, 45 minutes, you'll hear the same song, you know? Yeah. Out of a whole decade of music, and you're you're doing repeats after an hour? Uh, not radio. Even, not even playing Especially any Wide Mouth Mason. <laughs> Throw me a little Wide Mouth Mason. Bush X. Who's Throw me a little Biff Naked. Biff uh, Naked, I don't know. <laughs> Who's Wide Mouth Mason? Uh, I was a 90s kid. Come on, suck it to me. Uh, you so, don't need to get that close to the microphone. Yeah, I know. Just clip it to your shirt. It looks really weird. It looks like you are fucking a gigantic. gorilla and you're talking. Because <laughs> the weird thing is it's a sm- it looks like it's not supposed to look like a microphone, but it looks like a but microphone. It, does it look looks like, like a, a little tiny little, little microphone. It's got a little baby cap on it. It does. A spit it, cap. It's a high-quality piece of material. Just clip it to your shirt. It's fine. Oh, the smoke those sound drugs good? you gave me. You look huge. <laughs> you look, Let it rip, you look bud. Huge, brother. I've also brother? been surprised at, at uh, the lack of diversity in the DJs, right? Because the only re- reason to listen to a radio DJ is that they're going to give you a connection to kind of what's going on in your neighborhood. Yeah. You know, broadcasting used to be kind of about a blend of music that everybody in your neighborhood was listening to and also the traffic a little bit of politics a little bit of youth culture (laughs) you know and they were the leader of like what was going on in in uh, the party scene and stuff right and nowadays it's like so separated you've got you know kim mitchell and you've got generic radio lady you know how like every 
chick on the radio tries to have like the same broadcaster voice. Just so happy. And they have to have like this blend of like sexy talk. 90 degrees at 68th Street in Mayo. Sexy loft apartments. It's like, <laughs> you're listening to the kiss. Kiss, kiss 97. It's like, we're going to have a contest later on, you know? <laughs> Although I am kind of biased. I think my friend Raina at Indie 88 does a pretty good job. Mm. Oh, you like, know the Raina at the Indie 88? I've heard of her. Yeah, I, I think like she and she genuinely is like just connected with a community too that she sort of has gravitated around that station which is like what it should be she is sort of like a good strong voice for that that station mm. over the other like i've i've heard the other djs i don't really want to be that the guy that's like fuck those other people but <laughs> like she it's actually i would like put the radio on and maybe listen to songs that i wouldn't normally really want to because you know, they don't play exactly what I'm listening to. But I would, like, at work, if we were listening to the radio, I'd definitely, like, throw it on to her and be like, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. It does a good job. Keeping the guard. Keeping the old school. Uh, it's not meant to be, like, listen. Like, I don't know. Radio is not. I don't think anyone listens to radio tuning in to, like, expect to be, like, absorbed into music on the radio. Mm-hmm. No, not anymore. People, no, that was no, the no thing, way. Though. And right now, it's just, like, I, like, I just don't want to fuck around with, the like, my iPod in my hand while I'm driving yeah. or whatever. So I fucking flip to the radio. Like, even my shuffle isn't as reliable, so I'll go to the radio. Same thing with work. It's, like, I just I don't want to interact with changing any songs. So the radio. Do you guys feel like you were connected to like radio stations when you were a kid more? Yeah, I I felt man, I, I was yeah, I was absorbed in radio stations. I drove for like a really long time, so I don't yeah. drive anymore. But the like radio just gets you through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets you through every fucking day. Well, I remember uh, if you guys remember a little television program called uh, VNR Top Ten. Yeah, video in arcade top ten. Oh yeah, the, who's that fat Italian guy on that show? Nicholas Pickles. Nicholas, Nicholas Pickles. <laughs> Nicholas Pickles. Yeah, he was, I remember that. He was also a DJ on a local radio station. I believe it was called Energy Energy FM. Today we're playing Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> <laughs> but he would. Uh, but he was also a, a DJ, and I remember like I loved that show because I was a fucking game nerd. It was like the closest thing on TV to something that I wanted to watch. Do you remember the theme games. song? But it was bam 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 bam. bam. It's like I watched an episode the other night with my friends. Yeah, that's it. I watched an episode the other night. It's really funny because it's like for little kids and it's supposed to be this like. You watched a retro recording like on YouTube or something? Oh, there's whole episodes and stuff. So we we were together having like a weird like kind of 90s nostalgia moment and we're like, let's put an episode on and check it out. They never stopped talking. Hi everybody and welcome to Video and Arcade Top 10. This is the best place in the world to get the inside scoop on your favorite video games. But this show is not just about playing games. We like to give them away too. Get in on the winning because we have one-of-a-kind contest and a whole pile of prizes that we want to send your way. Or even a second. Yeah. It'll be yeah. like the girls talking bah, 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 over bah, 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 you, and, and then there'll be like codes and then the kids will be playing games and a fucking bubble will open up with a guy's face and his thing and he'll start telling you about the different levels and just like the entire time <laughs> there was literally never uh, a more brief than like, moment of silence. More no, than there. one or wow. two seconds of just not talking. Yeah. They just talk and talk and talk and talk. It was a, it was very impressive. <laughs> but they had to have like five or six hosts of the show. There was like the two main hosts and then like three other people that they were just constantly throwing to that had like the game genie guy who was telling you all the codes and like the guy who was talking about movies. It's just like bounce, 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 bounce. It's crazy fucking pacing. It was meant for kids that were drinking too much Coca-Cola. Like, yeah. You just tune that shit and just, like, fucking your eyes would lock in and 
But it was the, uh, what did they do? They picked like three video games every episode, and they just like showed like people casually like skipping through the levels. Though. Yeah, I'm playing, and and they would. Oh uh, look, uh, he's going down a racetrack, and oh, there comes a banana. You got to be careful about the bananas. Make you, you slip off the, the racetrack. Okay, over to, over to you life. with Zelda. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was more or less just like they'd have some kind of weird competition, but. Uh, someone there would win a game cartridge, whatever they were playing, and then someone in the audience and someone at home would also win. They were all like weirdly connected. <laughs> where like, so it, that's how they got you as a kid. Where they're like, oh, come be a participant, or you can play from home and try and like win right into us. It just like kept you hooked because you're like, maybe I'll win a copy of Mario 64. Oh, that's <laughs> so sweet. Oh, when you were a kid, that shit would have been. All I wanted was Mario Paint, man. <laughs> Mario Paint. You had, to have, oh, you had to have the mouse, and there was the there was another. Yeah. It was an equivalent. There was like a a standalone system Mario that was like digital digital painting system that I forget the name of. But I was always super into that idea of like you could draw on the fucking television. That's it was crazy. A, it was a console. Yeah. There was a console. Did it was like it was like a, I don't know what the brand was. I think it started with a, I think it was like Viz Vizdev Vid, or Videx, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And it was kind of like a lo-fi tablet, and you connected it to your your television, and you could yeah. draw with it. You could do digital art. I thought that was next level. And then my dad got me a Mac in like '91 or whatever, one of the the, the second Apple Color Macs. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I was drawing. I was photoshopping porn and stuff for my friends. My fr- my friend Sean was like really it into to a Olympic swimmer, Canadian swimmer Joanne Millar. So I did like a, a portrait of Joanne Millar with her top off in paint, him. in paint, like in uh, on Mac on my Mac. That's am- that's amazing. <laughs> Do you I still wish have you it? still ha- yeah. yeah I, I really want to see this. Do you uh, have any of your old the, Mac? The floppy. <laughs> my, my dad has the floppy disks at home. So if there's something that reads floppy disks, if somebody has a Mac that has a floppy disk reader, then I could probably get the art off it. It'd be terrible. It's just it's like yeah, no, but but you should hold on. Yeah, but you're not terribly curious because like that, I don't know. I remember what it looked like. Was it elaborate or was it just like because like I've drawn circles on on fucking MS Paint. I spent a lot of time on like the curiosity shit. Well, I'm an artist. That's that's why I want to know. That's why I want to know more detail. I I tried to copy. I have a feeling it's really good. The Kellogg's box. And it was probably what you'd expect. Like it was, it kind of looked like them. Maybe one of the eyes is a little low on the, <laughs> the chick. Her her tits are a little cockeyed, perhaps. But he was my, Sean was happy with it, so I, I guess I could do your job. See, no one would now, do this. Do you now. think your friend Sean masturbated to that photo? Of course, How, absolutely. That's that's what it's for. Yeah, I was trying to do a community service for my buddy. <laughs> no, wait, how much that's time real, did you spend on this? That's brave of you. That sounds like a weird eight or thing. Nine hours. You spent eight or nine hours. On making a picture so that your buddy could ejaculate in private. It was also practice. Jesse's got okay. a heart of gold. He just wants his friends That's... to fucking stroke their joke. Like, <laughs> I've known you for a while. I haven't even done that for me yet. Yeah, where's where's my community service? Cyber porn. Is that something that would make you I happy? Have some, I have some ideas. <laughs> yeah, I told you I needed something to cover up my kitchen. You're supposed to give me some art, man. Actually, now that I'm here, do you have any art? Yeah, I'm looking I, for I, some, I some art. art. I can give you something to take home as a parting gift. How many units of art? He's gonna print out that picture of wasp. <laughs> I'm gonna give you uh, a photo of wasp. I'm gonna give you uh, a signed a photo picture. of me. Idea grave. Um, you know, I have some art in the closet. You can you can take. I got some prints. Now I, I gotta I gotta ask. You, are you patronizing me when you said like, oh, I got some art in the closet? Like, no, no, no. So I got, do I artists got, call their like art units of art? Fan. Like, are they? <laughs> Are they pieces of arts? Well, I don't make. Yeah, the art is. I, I don't is separate make art. <laughs> I make creation of the prince is artistic. <laughs> I make That's magic. the artistic act. 
no. one that I posted today. No. It's funny because like I kept in all of the the debate about like what the format's gonna be, <laughs> and Brendan is constantly interrupting throughout the episode, going like, "I'm gonna cut this out on my edit, my edit that's coming out tomorrow," and it's just like two weeks later, I just released the unedited one. There is no edited version. Well, if you want to get into that, I went through a horrible breakup where my four-year relationship ended, and I went a little off the deep end, and it was kind of hard to think about editing podcasts or doing much else of uh, just sleeping in bed and drinking. Yeah. So now I'm feeling better, but... Heartbreak Hotel. Heartbreak Hotel. Mm. I didn't really want to bring it up, but if you're going to put back me in the corner, the edits are coming, and all this is getting edited out. <laughs> you're getting cut. You're shaving this down in 20 minutes. <laughs> shave this down to about brand 10 talking minutes. about video games. I'm just going to shave it down to just vape noises. That'll lead <laughs> the whole episode. It'll be... I thought it was going to be a David Bowie episode, episode but the it ended up being the, the vape episode. Every time every time a vape noise happens, just a reggae air horn. Every time. But see, they seem to be getting classier. Um, they are. They are. I think uh, Leonardo DiCaprio brought one out on uh, on uh, the Grammys. Oh, killer! Yeah, yeah. He, he was, was just, smoking it. He was. He was really pretentious about it. Yeah, I think so. The Oscars, you mean? The Oscars. That's it. That's the <laughs> I was one. Like, what music did Leonardo DiCaprio? I don't DiCaprio know. Make? I don't remember what it was. But my girlfriend made me watch it, and I didn't want to watch it. And the don't, Oscars. Don't yeah, use sorry. That excuse. That's an excuse. <laughs> it's. Uh, well, I don't know how to bounce back from here. Um, he but had he, one of these in his hand. <laughs> And that's what Your I know. Your brand? Not my brand. Just they're, they're all the like you know the newer generation. What flavor do you think Leonardo DiCaprio smokes? Uh, Bear me. Pine. Pine. Or new a, car smell. He smokes. He smokes that ca- like a viscous chemical. <laughs> like the uh, the essence of fake leather. That's what vaping is. So, do you feel like you're part of the vape community? Like when you see somebody else with one, do you feel like you could just walk up to them and go like, "Hey, man." You, what do you what do you smoke? Actually, I noticed I noticed a very uncomfortable behavior of people. Like I, I was walking toe to toe with somebody approaching each other on the sidewalk, and we were both vaping. And I could and the reason you could tell is because for some reason the the vape cloud like sticks around longer. Yeah, it just kind of idles in the air, and it's it really levitates. thick. And it's like, like a Care Bear and cloud. There's something so obnoxious about it because that combined with the fact that it makes a loud fucking sound, and you're being pretentious. Like, oh, it's 99.9 percent healthier. They say. Yeah. That that combined with it, so. I I think we're, we were both on the same page. We looked at each other, and, and I saw his cloud. He saw my cloud. We were making big clouds together, and we both stopped and put it in our pocket. And then the second we walked by each other, we both pulled him back out and started vaping again. Did you, did you turn and, around and, and I, make eye I, contact I, with him and go like? I, I turned around, but he knew. He I, he didn't look back, but I think he knew. We were we were on the same page with that because mm-hmm. we both we drew away at the same time and then redrew <laughs> as we passed by. I each just other. want that exact thing. Just filled with weed oil, though. So, like, I yeah, they they have them. Actually, I know they have a dry bud version. I don't know if they have like a weed oil one. I mean, I imagine they they do. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm on the border of the culture enough to be You're like, hey, can doctor. I get a new atomizer? You know, that's what they call the, the component, uh, the part that basically just heats up and makes that the into atomizer. vapor. They call it an atomizer. It's a fancy word. It takes atoms and ices them. Yeah, yeah. basically. Have they got a social network yet for vape? Like, is there a Bluetooth one or a Wi-Fi version that like connects and says I, like I I'm vaping about right one, now? Yeah, the, and everybody <laughs> like gives you like like That's likes. That's the worst Twitter so account one thing, you could ever <laughs> fucking follow. One just, thing I, I am vaping of, now. Three second point three point two percent drop. I see Nike running. They say like I just jogged twenty five kilometers. Great hit, bro! <laughs> <laughs> fucking five Excellent whole clouds. seconds of inhaling. <laughs> Holy shit! 
um, three inhale seconds. Uh, That's a new record. Hit them clouds. If you if you remember from the nineties, remember when like Tamagotchis were a thing? Yeah. Oh, so those had Bluetooth. So, but no, they made they made like a male version of the Tamagotchi called. Uh, it was like a Digimon thing. Was it like a little alien? Uh, but it, like a little box that you could like raise this little monster and yeah. it had a port on it. Unlike the Tamagotchi, it had like a little connector port yeah. where you could snap them together and when like trade them or with battle, them. like battle them. That was the whole thing of like oh. making little fighting creatures. It would be just really funny if like you guys it had got ports to that. where like you could snap them together and trade flavors and just like just, <laughs> we're just like, oh man, would you smoke? And you just bump them together and they like trade a little bit of juice. Whoa, pine and new car <laughs> smell. That's amazing. Oh, I'd also like to have. Or they a bit fight. Of that. Maybe they just fight each other. I'd also have blows a, like, up. I'd like to have a little bit of that Tamagotchi um, behavior where the vape pen uh, guilts you for not vaping enough. <laughs> Why haven't you, get you a lower smoked sc- me? It's been four days since you've lost vape. Why haven't you smoked I'm me? I'm so lonely, Brandon. Please vape me. <laughs> Your score is going down. It's got a little face on it. It's unhappy with you. Oh, look, it's so happy when I vape it. I vaped it <laughs> Guys, good today. This this almost is something we should have, because this might be the greatest money-making idea of the generation, <laughs> is to combine a virtual pet with a vape pen. You might be onto <laughs> something here, I think. Yeah. Well, you we put should a stop talking about it. You put a Tamagotchi Sign some that. papers. <laughs> a few non-disclosure agreements, and let's run away with those. Tamagotchi vape pens. Yeah. Yeah, there there is an odd kind of connection there, you know, where you're giving the you're giving your digital pet pleasure by vaping with it. <laughs> I oh, smoked my yes. pet. So Have you smoked your pet today? I, and then you when you smoke it enough, the pet should evolve like Pokemon. Whoa! Where like it gets better and stronger, and then yeah. you should be able to fight them. You should <laughs> you should be able to fight your vape pets. <laughs> you plug them in together. <laughs> And you see who's got the more powerful <laughs> vape pen. Who's been getting bigger clouds? Who, yeah, who's got the biggest clouds? <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, okay. We got to make this That's a little it. bit more focused. <laughs> so the vape pen... The vape pen has like a dra- they're all dragons. They all look like dragons, and that's what the smoke connection is. Well, we got hologram technology. I, that's what I was waiting for when I first saw those. The whole battling Digimon things. What came out is just like holograms. Right. Like if it like imagine that's what you wanted. The character be. that you were battling had like its own projection and image of it. Like we're there now, game. right? Like we're, that 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 could happen very soon. Oh I think, yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna add that to like a DS or something, and like. Probably a little little projection, and I can imagine DS. the World Series. VR. I can it's imagine the yeah, be it VRs. I can imagine the World Series of vape pen battling, where like the vape masters have got their vape pens like plugged in, <laughs> and they're just like vaping and letting the game go on autopilot as the two characters fight one another, and everyone's like cheering them on, and like both vape masters are just sitting there vaping, like shooting clouds at dark, each other. Dark glasses and yeah, just puffing white smoke <laughs> into it. And it could be like the, the end parking of the, lot is all the end just of like the Starcraft uh, fucking championships where like the crack the guy who wins they don't care. You want to try a crack pot? I just want to try. All right, so bit. let me just explain this to you. Okay, okay so, oh shit. So what we're looking at here is the, the this is the tank, and then contained within the tank is the atomizer. This is the uh, battery unit, and this button here you've got to press that as you're drawing in. Perfect. And I have a I have an optimal right now. The the, the airflow is really high, so it's more like a bong hit. I can lower it and it'll be like a mouth to lung hit. Clearly, he's some, read the manual. Like you can tell he's read the manual. <laughs> no, the guy had the man. I had What's like this about an ass to mouth hit. What? <laughs> so you want to press here for the ass to mouth hit? All right. Press and draw at the same time. No, oh, this is a big experiment. People always cough the first time because well, it's like a so it's a different kind of hit. It's you like said a, it, you, what did you say the actual vape is made out of? Is there oil? 
Was that, that was nothing? Pleasant. Yeah. 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 Tastes good though, right? Give me some of that. It kind of smells like, like Bed that. Bath and Beyond. It, a little bit. It does de- definitely taste like pie. That's weird. Yeah. That has like a weird fruity kind of. And that's what I was talking about when I first came on. Is I was saying there's got to be some regulation because I'm pretty sure what they're doing is they're fucking blending pie and putting it in, <laughs> in that thing. And there's nothing we can do to stop them. Really? I don't know. I, I, there's there's a whole popcorn lung scare going out there. What did you say it was made out of? It has oil. So there's two main ingredients, vegetable glycerin and propylene gly- gly- glycol, which is used in like asthma inhalers. Uh, the vegetable glycerin is obviously just the more natural approach. So they have like different uh, different like levels of propylene glycol and vegetable glycerin. And you can either go like 99% VG and VG. What comes to mind, my dad used to tell me that if you were working on a fry truck or any kind of kitchen where you're working with fried foods... The oil vaporizes, and you can actually absorb it through your skin and gain weight and have heart conditions and stuff. And get acne, and yeah, that's and what that whole pizza So I'm wondering, was. like, can breathing in oil, we have no idea into your body? That's and, like, just it. We have no you... idea. We've only been doing this for like a year now, uh-huh. and people are just fucking like, oh, it tastes like That'd fucking be crazy if cake. You could gain and weight like, from, we're not concerned about maybe why it shouldn't taste like va- like cake in your lungs. Are, you, are your you know lungs I mean? designed to handle like oil? Are they de- I don't know. That's just it. Especially scented no. pie oil? I don't think so. I mean, we're not really, I don't think we're really meant to smoke anything. Yeah, so. obviously we're not meant like, to inhale anything, but like... Oh, well, but our ancestors have been cooking for, you know, a million years, so some mm. amount of smoke and... Yeah. But that's more, that's more vapor. This is an actual vapor. They call it vaping, but it's basically like they're still, I guess it's, they're vaporizing those two ingredients. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Inhaling anything other than like you know oxygen probably isn't good for you, right? So I imagine boiling water and from cooking isn't don't that bad. Don't smoke, compared kids. To, yeah, don't smoke, kids. It's I not don't smoke. Know it's vape. I just can't stop smoking them. <laughs> Packed with nitroglycerol. Um, the fucked up thing is you can get like higher than nicotine like vape liquid. Oh, is that so you take like one hoot? Yeah, it does. But this is very, very minimal. Hmm. They have ones you can go up to like 36 milligrams, which is like a pack of, it's like four <laughs> cigarettes in like one draw. Jesus Christ. And and you hit it and like, you just go fucking like a little bit. You know that I'm in flavor wolf? country, man. <laughs> uh. I wonder if Stephen King vapes. He famously gave up cigarettes. He has like, I think he's one of those writers that does like one cigarette after he finishes each book, gives himself a little present. But if you keep yourself vape, addicted to writing, he right. used to swear by like in his book on uh, the Stephen King book on writing, he swears by cigarettes. He says the nicotine makes you have writing superpowers. Yeah, well, there's actually there's a lot of studies out there saying that like nicotine basically makes you smarter. Hmm. I think something like that. It's like a. I was happy as fuck. I watched some new Dave Chappelle stand up from the other day, and he was just like, "Is it is it lighting up watchable smoke? now? He fucking his crap. I know he bad. I know he did it here in Toronto, but like you can watch it." There's there's like kind of handicam videos. He he actually is super strict about phones and like cameras in his shows. He actually developed a technology that's this weird like magnetic bag you have to put your phone in when you come into the show. Oh really? Everyone puts their phone in and it like locks and it gets no reception and like you can't use it, so you can't take it out what? or text. He invented that technology. He didn't. He, I'm pretty he, sure he endorsed it. For he a endorsed show. it. He, he wanted it for his show because like <laughs> imagine he was in the lab this whole time and that's where he's been. He's just been like, yeah, no one's gonna record my shit. He's gonna he's gonna re- yeah. revolutionize the economy of Africa by coming up with magnetic bags. So are you saying that's what happened? Like just because he was in Toronto recently, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think recently, but like that's the, there's not a lot of video. Did they have to do that? Did they have yeah. to fucking throw their phones in a yeah, little? Yeah, you gotta put your bag in. Really? Phone in a bag. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of artists are going to take that up. Like musicians and stuff like that who just, you know, they want to control the flow of their content and it's yeah. impossible when But no one's really watching those uh, fucking cell phones. I mean, maybe comedy's different cuz like you don't need to have a With certain comedy, sound. Yeah, they, but you're not going to listen to music like new music on a like a shitty cell phone video on YouTube. When you look up any comedian right now, like big or small you're gonna find their most recent shit and it's all gonna be like iphone stuff and it looks and sounds fine now especially for comedy because it's just someone talking it's just so good now yeah you have like a nice hd camera that takes a decent amount of sound for just a guy talking into a microphone right and you're if you're sitting at a good distance the footage looks good but like it would be very distracting for a comedian to look out and see five or six people doing this the entire show Yeah, yeah and this. a lot of the fans are assholes too. Good on where they'll shout out in the middle of the show, "Oh, I heard this on YouTube," or they'll like yell out the punchline. Yeah, you know, it's becoming a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why. So, uh, where did you see his new shit then? If he's being so vigilant, on there, there's some stuff on YouTube that you can still. Find. How did those guys get their cameras? Maybe in? Google Glass. Google Glass are sneaking that shit up their anus, man. They hooped it. That's a lot of commitment Fuck to it. record some Dave whoop, Chappelle content. Whoop, right up there. <laughs> In a plastic baggie or a condom. <laughs> Thing is, you, you couldn't even do that with a phone these days. You couldn't fucking get that up in your paper. No, that's a note. That's no. that's not going anywhere. An old, an old flip phone. You could fucking wrap that up and get her in there, probably. They had that phallic no shape to it, you know? Yeah. The yeah, flip phone. Run. As long as it didn't have an antenna. Just mm-hmm. like... That's <laughs> a smooth, smooth insertion. Those are only burner... They only use burner phones now. Yeah. And that's kind of perfect for a burner phone. It is it's very perfect. perfect. It's got Put it it's in designed, your Keep it in your Designed to fit in a crevasses in your body yeah you just feel the vibes you feel the vibration in your anus you go i gotta go I got, so some, you put on a ringer and that makes it easier to come like smuggle into prison or something mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking vibrate mode so it kind of kind of wiggles way out <laughs> yeah My see that's just it new, new technology these aren't these aren't getting into prison how could that ever go into any orifice like just the shape of that you can't even it doesn't matter what you wrap that in that's not but dude i think that we're so close there's going to be a constitutional amendment where they say you they're not allowed to take away your phone people are becoming cyborgs with these things it's, it's like cruel and unusable usual treatment to like put a prisoner and take their phone away from them <laughs> am yeah. i wrong because well prison like would be so much speech prison would be so much easier if you had just imagine if you just had like an iphone that would get you through prison no problem oh, I, I, 25 I, yeah. to life with an iphone much better than without an or iphone or even like just a few years because like really it is it's the solidarity of being locked up with other criminals with nothing to do that's just like you start to go nuts right because you're wrapped up in that but if everyone was distracted by their cell phone if everyone's out in the yard and like 95 percent of prisoners like- are just like on reddit or like on facebook looking at like chicks from their past it's like you know they probably would be a little less violent you probably wouldn't have to have so many like uh problems in your prisons you know just like problems with violence and sort of gangs forming inside the prisons yeah you could have interventions with like the neo-nazis and stuff in prison or you go like you know what i've been looking i've been reading on wikipedia a lot of the things that you say just aren't true yeah a lot of (laughs) things you've been saying about the other races just aren't true i'll I'll, approaching yourself send you some material send you some documentation to your phone you can have a a printer too Come on now. It's I'm, Joe. I'm sure in some very like minimum security prisons in the States, like some of the higher quality I ones, they know, got computers. Cell and stuff phone, like that. Yeah, they got they get like some internet time, but like yeah. it's very filtered. Like, you know, you're not gonna let you go on like fucking backpage.com. Well, yeah. that'd be great to follow people who were locked up in, in on Twitter. Oh, that'd be a great experiment. I'd watch that mm-hmm. if they just like gave 
like the whole person, like all the whole all convicts, like a cell phone with like a data connection for like a year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Twitter would be weird. Twitter would be very weird. No, Twitter would be the same, but like there's truth to it now. That's all Twitter yeah. would be. Is that a lot of those fucking psychos <laughs> with the Twitter are like legit? Are probably. How would you feel psychos. if the majority of your Twitter posts were liked by inmates, violent felons, <laughs> <laughs> criminals? I'd feel safe because if I ended up in there, you know. Twenty-five to life. <laughs> You're a celebrity. Bert doing twenty-five to life loves every idea. Grave episode never misses, never misses one. Convicted serial pedophile. He likes it when we talk about VR. VR. <laughs> this is only escape. We did an all VR episode. Yeah. I was wondering why we're all drawn out talking about VR. It's over about here. Si- it's about sixty percent VR and sixty percent the American election. We can't help but talk about the American election. Has anyone on bought one? Has anyone bought a Vive or a? No, or the, or I, the I have a PS4. So when they launch the the VR headset for PS4, I'm gonna grab one. Man, they're like three ninety nine. You can afford it. I have a. I actually have Google Cardboard. That was interesting oh, yeah. to play with for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just but like this, eh. this is different though. Like having the like actuated head tracking and stuff like that, and like it being the screen completely is a big part too. Like yeah. just the higher resolution screen than like your fucking shitty cell phone trying to yeah. play a video for you would make a huge difference. But the concept is all still the same. Where the whole like your entire peripheral is covered yeah. by some sort of generated image, and even on your cell phone with Google Glass, you can get like submersed in it. Oh yeah, for like, sure. It's just like it's getting submersed into like a like an like an SNES game. Like with when we're talking about like the, the resolution, because it's not like your full phone resolution, it cuts your screen in half. Right. So you've basically essentially half your resolution with your eyeballs like this close to it, right? Right. So it's like looking at a TV basically really up close. Yeah. But like you get so but it's like panoramic. Like yeah. it, and you move your head and like you like there's like the space. But the Oculus one. is that, but with but like, like you're it's, it's fucking HD. Beautiful. Like yeah. it's all pixels. And that's like the Sony one is definitely gonna be super yeah. beautiful because they're developing yeah. all these like high end like beautiful games there apparently according to sony there's already a hundred titles in development for vr oh my god and they're launching like later this year and they plan to beat they plan to beat the price point of oculus and the uh the steam one by a lot because they they sony's like notoriously awesome for just losing money on their consoles because they know they'll just like make it back uh, they lost money on, on every si- on every single PS3 that they pretty much every manufacturer. Most most consoles are yeah. basically at a loss. Yeah, the hardware because it's because everything else is like the actual money. And now they have yeah. like the online distribution and the like PlayStation. Well, Plus I mean, those those giant corporations are also diversified to the point where like they probably have some sort of weapons contract that they make most of their <laughs> money off of, and everything else is just byproducts. <laughs> We have all these military cameras that we invented, so like we'll just release them as old, consumer cameras. Old Sony Walkmans are driving ballistic missiles now. No shit. Sure. No, he just made that up. Like I was, I, <laughs> yeah, they just. I knew immediately that wasn't true. <laughs> is that a bit? Is that from your material binder? <laughs> I don't. I didn't bring my fucking binder. Brandon didn't bring the book. What? Brandon's been experimenting. No, I don't read books. Remember, I don't have Brandon's, any books. Sorry, Brandon's been experimenting with material. Brandon. That's not true. I brought for the VR episode, I brought points I wanted to hit. (laughs) It was very like, it wasn't even super regimented. I thought this was supposed to be a casual experience. Yeah, well I wanted to try something else. Alright. I got different ideas. How do you feel about dogs? Considering that this is the dog episode. Oh, I forgot this was a special guest. David Bowie. David Bowie. 
What's going on, buddy? It's that's the cutest dog I've ever seen. Right? I gotta say, I'm, he's pretty cute. I got that like at a discounted rate at the Humane Society. They just give you discount dogs, and some of them are like you know they turn out like that. He looks like a Pokemon really, character. He does. He's very silly looking. I don't know. Yeah, he had a cone on when we first got him. He was and whimpering he has a like it was out of a him. fucking commercial. A lot of dogs, you know, they have kind of an urgency that's kind of disgusting to me. But that yeah. your dog has like kind of a patience about him that's quite majestic. His chill levels are high. Yeah, he's got he's got good chill. He's a wise dog. He's just, he winked at me just with one <laughs> eye. Yeah, it's crazy. He'll do that. He'll wink at you because he, he knows you. he knows you're speaking well. Though. He'll make you sure he'll make sure you know that everything's okay. You're giving him doggy praise. <laughs> <laughs> a room full of grown men just Staring submerged and locked in at this dog's eyes. I'm telling you, he's got some kind of effect. Yeah, no, he's. He, I mean, I, I do believe that animals realize that they have the ability to fucking hypnotize you sometimes. Yeah. Like there have been plenty of times where I realize he just did that. What like, my what my cat is doing is totally just. To gain my attention. Arbitrarily to get you sucked in. Yeah, yeah. It'll, to like, it'll just be like he'll walk into the, the room you're doing. and then he'll just like look up at me and just like roll over and start stretching around. Mm -hmm. and then he'll like scurry off when I go to try and pet him. He'll be like, fuck you. And <laughs> then he'll just come back and like do the same thing where it's just like. It's more about he just wants to know that you're, he's you're like paying attention. It's, it, it's like a weird like he's teasing me or something like that where he's just like unsure of everything. I don't know. My friend Karen's cat used to be such a shit disturber. He would walk across her desk and make eye contact, and she would be like, don't touch my canister of pens. And the cat would just, without breaking eye contact, just reach the pocket look at her right like, in the eyes and smack it right off of the desk, yeah. spill everything No, they're everywhere. dicks. They'll, they'll, I've, I think anyone who's ever owned a cat knows that like you will tell them not to do something, and immediately right in front of you, they will do it. I wonder if they're, you know, you look back at the papyrus scrolls from Egypt, and there's like documentation of the cat like jumping up onto the desk and sitting on the papyrus while you're trying to write it. Because they all do that. They all understand. <laughs> that would be great. They that never. That, I don't think that made it to any hieroglyphics, but it should have. I feel like that must have came up. There's like well, at least one wall that's got a cat being an asshole just on it, a total where it's like <laughs> spilling something off of a table on purpose mm -hmm. while an owner just sits there they've had them since antiquity so there's got to be somebody that wrote about like the attributes of a cat and why they're good it's like they catch the mice in your house they do awesome stretches they like to snuggle with you sometimes they're a pain in the ass they'll shit on your bed if they're mad at you they'll they jump on they your paperwork while that, you're though. trying to work there was never any mention of the bad parts of cats in history, and I have no idea why. Because like they had to have been there. Let's start for like for starters, their cat like their urine smells like fucking it's ammonia. Awful. It's so bad. Yeah. It stinks up everything. It, yeah. You can't get it out of fucking anything. And the males, they spray. They just they'll yeah. walk around your house and they'll spray and their piss well, everywhere. They lob their fucking balls off. Yeah. <laughs> real real early, and so that just never happens. And they never do that. Hmm. This is a modern solution, though. Like back in yeah, the old days. Yeah, back in the old day. But I mean, have cats just spraying on everything. You got to remember that they were they were like super utility too. They were the saviors of the crops, and they were the saviors of like they killed your mice, home. which were pests, and they would eat their food and like cause diseases. Yeah, like they were prey. They were. But also, like you know, you're your personal hunters. You keep enough cats around. They're not gonna eat your vegetables or your corn or your wheat, but they are gonna eat like the squirrels and the groundhogs and the moles and the stuff that are hanging around trying to uproot yep. that stuff. So they're like the perfect utility animal and they're also cute and easily sort of And like, they give you all all of the owners toxoplasma, so it makes them like <laughs> awesome soldiers. 
takes away their risk response. You ever heard that? I, yeah, no, I've, I've actually like contemplated getting tested for it because like, oh man, they have a Wikipedia article on it. Once there's a Wikipedia article on it, like it's, it's there's legit. some truth to it. Mm -hmm. There has to be some truth to it. Even though the internet just They're like, oh, Wikipedia it's just like, articles. oh, 30% of all people have it. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh man, I'm pro like, I'm probably one of them because you have to have a cat and if you have a cat, you probably got it. Yeah. And you like the strangled. idea that like, I might have a parasite that's like combat in me sports. that might be altering the way that I am. That's very can you, fucking can you, terrifying can you for me. rid of it? There a cure? No, there's no cure for it. There's no. no like, let's clear out your like toxoplasma. No. I'm pretty sure that's. Well, then you fine. just accept the new you, I guess. It's a yeah. problem for pregnant ladies. It's a pro according to Train Spotting, it's a problem for injection drug users. You remember that the guy on Train Spotting, no. the lad, died of toxoplasma. Oh yeah. Am I right? That's what happened, right? He had all those cats in his house, and he was a heroin junkie, and then yeah, he got sick from the cats. Yeah. Didn't clean up the cat box, and he died. That's even scarier. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't take up heroin. <laughs> Just vape. Just vape. <laughs> Just vape. What are those? What are those uh, marks you got on your your uh, forearm there? They are little abrasions from jujitsu. The jujitsu jiu scraping. I got one on my face from yesterday. I'm all a little fucking beat up right now. Crazy. Who beat you up? Everyone. 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 Just get tossed around. I do. Like uh, Debbie Reynolds football. <laughs> No, it's uh You ever worry about know. staph infection? Yeah, I'm always worried about staph infection. It's the thing that goes around, especially if they don't clean any of the mats, definitely you can get some sort of fungal infection or like ringworm, even mm. worse. It, no, not worse than staph infection. <laughs> no, definitely not worse than staph infection. Ringworm but like it looks hurry, weird. The ugly. staph infection is very slow and you don't notice it, and then once you notice your it, then you're off. probably in the hospital. But yeah. But ringworm's gross. Like it's just Ew. everywhere. It sounds like worms. It does. But it doesn't look like worms. Just like circles, like uh, <laughs> coffee rings, right? Yeah. My friend had it. Like little it. red rings. Mm. Yeah. And they spread out really big. Like they, they you look like a fucking patchwork. Whoa. It yeah. goes all over? Yeah, it spreads. Crazy. I've seen, like, it happens a lot in jiu-jitsu gyms. And usually they get, like, fucking banned from the gym for, like, at least a few weeks until they clean that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. So does anyone try to, like, put on body paint to, like, disguise their ringworms? They yeah, you, actually, that's gym. a big thing at tournaments. A lot of people will have, go to fucking <laughs> dirty-ass gyms. Oh, my and God. And then they'll get ringworm, and then they'll go to a tournament, and then they'll be like, oh, fuck, like, this is a giant fucking round red ring of ringworm on my face. And they'll actually go get, like, makeup and dab it on just so Holy that they can, like, go to the competition. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your cuts clean. You gotta keep your cuts clean. You should go into Sephora. You should go into like L'Oreal. You go up to the makeup yeah. counter and go like, I need something to cover up my ringworm. How do I just <laughs> bathe in isopropyl alcohol when you get home? Yeah, no, just make sure you clean that shit out like when it's fresh. It's really, it's not that hard. Just like peroxide it and fucking polysporin the shit out of it. Don't well, that kills the once, good bacteria Once too. you, you get it though, I mean, it's not bacteria. It's it's fungal. Like it's a it's Yeah, a that's why you want to fucking kill everything. So yeah. Because your body will, that just, it slows the healing process down at first, but it kills off anything you might have picked up in the wound, which is like what you want to do. Peroxide it just to clean it out. If you think that there's anything weird in your wound, just fucking kill it. Mm. And then. Yeah polyspore in it and let it heal okay. my uh, my uh, instinct would be to use probiotics so i'd probably smear yogurt all over my body <laughs> in order to stop the fungal what infection i don't think what that flavor <laughs> i smear um, yogurt all over my something body. without any sugar in it lemon something uh, le organic lemon's my favorite lemon flavor. lemon sounds like the probably the most lemon medical medical of fruits like it it sounds like it kills things yeah. 
Oh, citrus. If you've ever gotten citrus in any wound, you know there's, it's probably doing something to disinfect. We should add to our line of products for Idea Grave. We can have medicinal yogurt, you body don't have spread. Any products? What are you talking about? What we already invented the fucking combat vape. Oh, combat pet vape. I want in on that. No one signed a non-disclosure agreement. I want that cut out of the podcast. That that sounds real. <laughs> no. What's the hologram technology? It's already real, that? man. It's in development. You know, right now. We just got to make it to market before fucking <laughs> DiCaprio steals our idea. Fucking DiCaprio. <laughs> Grammy Nanami. We just have to come up with a, a catchy name for it. Like Tamagotchi, but not that. Yeah. Well, we'll have different names for different markets. Depending on where we're selling it, we'll just rebrand it. And that'll be part of the fun. Like, you go into Vape a place. Vape Dog. My pet vape. Vape Dog? That's vape the dragon. name you're going with? Vape Dog? <laughs> well, I was trying to think of, like, a pet mixed with... A vaporizer. You just look down at my dog and I, said, I just, vape dog. I look, you know I exactly the, that's how oh, that yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Do they have uh, vape chains yet? Like, can we bring back that chain culture? You well, you, I, they have something you can get a <laughs> lanyard with, yeah. It's kind of like a vape chain. <laughs> lanyard, that's so nerdy. Vape chain. <sighs> Can't be any nerdier than vaping. <laughs> Do you think that would work? Is vape chain a good idea? No, that's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. That it's wouldn't be a good accessory vape to chain? the combat vape? You don't want this thing swimming from your... We've already seen them blow up in people's pockets. I don't yeah. want that thing dangling up from my jugular, you know. Level. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 My heart cavity just no. Ticking time bomb. I don't think so. No vape chain. So maybe it should be in a holster, some sort of protective holster on your well, hip. I feel like holster would work. Open carry vape. Yeah. <laughs> how how old is your dog? He's two years old. Two? Yeah. Sucking so chill. You I know. Buy him? I know. He's for sale if you want him. <laughs> yeah, no. I got I got him at a discount. I'll give you a good rate too. Good pedigree. I gave him a shot last Diaz week, brothers. so I'm thinking like 150 bucks. 150? Yeah. You think you're worth more than that, Bowie? That's a cheap dog. I didn't know dogs were so cheap. <laughs> Buck fifty. <laughs> he was actually 200 bucks. That's not. That's not much. That's not. That's not. That's nothing, man. That's like a day's pay. I think I've spent more on my like my my fish setup than I did on this dog. <laughs> no joke, man. Fish, I didn't fi- see your fish. Fishing is a. I used to think they weren't part I of the th- brush I used to think tour. Owning like a fish was like. Uh, uh, just like a, like a hobby or not even a hobby mm-hmm. like uh, like just owning a pet i just thought like owning a fish that but like it becomes a hobby yeah there's so much shit it's like, almost there's like, like a there's different tree. tanks you there's different like you got to constantly change like the the substrate below the tank and you got to keep the water levels perfect pH. You get, constantly get new filters like it's such fucking work man what's the deal with pH? to have like a tank it's, what ph that's pH? why you just get dirt fish. can't be too acidic <laughs> or something <laughs> you just, you just get, get a bunch of bot- fish, bottom like. feeders and shit so that like this tank can just be real gross and they just they thrive this fish lives in toilets it's fine. Just keep him in the toilet tank. I had uh, a large tropical fish tank. And the odd thing about it was it was all about the plants. He was a plant guy, and the plants that were inside the fish tank, the fish were there to, to fertilize the plants. And he would laugh whenever the fish would cannibalize each other. Because like, he'd get a whole bunch of a a fish fry, right? They were all the same size. And then you would come and visit every couple of weeks, and there'd be less fish. Because like... One fish gets a little bit big enough to swallow the other fish, and then it does. And then it gets, like, a big boost of protein, so it gets, like, way bigger than the other fish. Yeah. And then uh, it was down to, like, two fish. He had, like, one giant fish and one, like, kind of semi-giant fish. And we would just watch it them was all chase it around the bowl. It was all who was going to eat who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and the God. big fish gets lazy, right? He's, like, he waits. He strikes, and then he'll miss, and then he'll just, like, hang back. And yeah. you say, like, it's only a matter of time. Just going to focus on getting bigger than your own mind. Yeah. Um, 
Was it a freshwater tank? Yeah, it was a freshwater tank. Okay. Freshwater plants. Okay. Yeah. No, man. I don't know. Now I, I kind of want to have like a battle royale fish where I just get like 30 or 40 fish and just like. It, it eventually always comes to that. Like when they live, whenever you get like a bunch of different fish in a tank, it just, one of them will, one of them will, you'll buy one and one of them will already have eggs in it and then go and lay eggs. And then all of a sudden, like the next day you have like 40 other like tiny little mini fish in your tank and then generations. That must have been delightful. I have when a tank. There's a tank in my work. We have. They've been. They're like. Like when I first started there, they were like doing. It was part of like the training process. They're like, okay, here's the TV we look at to see the statistics on our call volumes, and uh, over here is the fish tank, and the, then they'll show you the fish tank. And it's like, yeah, this is like the mother, and these are like all 40 of our kids, and like those are those kids' kids. Like a whole gener, like a whole generation of fish interbreeding with each other spawned out of this tank and owned by a company, owned by the government. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you just progressively come in every other day, and all of a sudden you see a fucking different type of fish disappearing every day. Oh, you, and that like, comes you, down have to, you named them, or they just got codes, like, number 157? Well, you just know, because it started as 40, and then it went to, like, 5, and then it was, like, 2. What? Yeah. That quickly? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Did the mom eat them all? Probably. There was one big-ass one, and then basically the other ones were all just sort of the babies and some of the babies bred and then they became medium see this is why people have no sympathy for fish at all because they'll just like kill their brothers their sisters their kids whatever it's all this protein swimming protein yeah i mean it's a crazy different uh like structure of food chain mm. where it's it's a little more open to it's not necessarily like a pecking order of actual species like it is up here where like you have this thing is above this thing. Like, cats eat mice, which eat this, and blah, 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 blah. Like, how everything has this, like, cascading effect. Where it's just, like, if a certain type of a fish is capable of getting bigger, it does. And once it gets big, big enough, it'll just eat... Everything. Everything. Everything that'll what fit out, in its mouth. Yeah, whatever will fit in its mouth. Which is, like, sort of what, like, I guess whales evolutionarily are, where they just, they have gotten to this such a huge thing that they just have scoop mouths that are, like, <laughs> just suck in suck. mass amounts of ocean. Just, like, whatever's in there is going in here. Like, doesn't even matter. We're the fucking top dogs. It's the ultimate, like, big meat, meat small, this giant fucking... Oh, my oh, God. Jesus. Oh, that's the third time that's happened. There's yeah. actually there's actually a game uh, online agar.io it's like agar.io and if oh, you, yeah. you can fucking pull it up if you want it's fucking it's a great game and it's basically that concept is that you start off as a small dot and the only dots that you can consume are smaller dots than you right. and every time you consume a smaller dot then you you grow right and that's all it comes down to and then one will actually get like really fucking big and then there'll be two giant ones on the map that basically absorb everything and then yeah agar.io try yeah, it out I've seen that before it's really fun they got a mobile game too you're gonna be soaked in. You get, like I don't even have to explain the rules to you. Oh you just, my like, god! There's a house of cards version. <laughs> what? There's a house of cards version of available Agro. on mobile. What's the? Oh, so yeah. So <laughs> Kevin Spacey can consume all of the rival dots, <laughs> just like in real life. Oh yeah, no, you can skin your little circle with like your own flag or whatever you want. King dot. King dot. Go, go to play as guest. Check this game out. You're gonna get sucked in. I want you. It's not good radio. 
Podcast. It's probably not, no. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so we're playing a game now. Well, we'll do like videoarcade.10. Jesse's, Jesse's, Jesse's a fucking dot right now. Oh, it's a massive mu multiplayer game. Yeah, Dude, there's friends. Everyone's, oh. everyone's trying to kill you, and the only way they can kill you is because they're bigger than you. See? Didn't even have to give him. Th that's how video games should be. Welcome to Video and Arcade Top 10. I'm Nicholas Pickles. Today we're playing some weird mobile game. I'm orange. Let's pan over to Jesse. Jesse, Jesse what is it you're trying to accomplish right now? I'm trying to eat all the little dots. Great content. Am I going to win a, a Genesis cartridge? You might. <laughs> He's going to. What's he going home with today? He's going home with a copy of Mario Kart 64 on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> He's also getting a copy of Mary Kate and Ashley Go to the Mall on DVD. Pizza. <laughs> I want pizza. Remember Uh Oh? Did the same sort of thing. Uh Oh. All yeah. the prizes were basically just uh, just candy. Like, no, like an obscene candy, amount like of candy. Sports watches. <laughs> like it was always like a sports watch on Uh Oh. It was like you get a new fucking Casio sports watch. Holy shit! It's digital. It's fucking digital. Glows in the dark. Um. <laughs> hey, wait! I'm trying to go over this snake creature, and it's not letting me kill them. Oh, so you know what? The reason you can't absorb him They're is because you're so close to the same size that you have to basically line up center to center with him in order right. to consume him. Right. So there's also like a proximity factor here. See, so you want to you want to avoid that giant fucking dot that you just yeah. I got eaten by the wow. Dogecoin. Doge. Oh my god! I got eaten by, by the Dogecoin. Doge Can you screenshot? <laughs> um, Doge. Hit the pert screen. Interesting game. I wonder if anyone um, has noticed that there's plenty of dots for all. We didn't need to be competitive. We could have all grown to enormous size. Yeah, no. All, everyone could have just avoided every other player and just kind of feasted off the grass that was available. It's mm -hmm. basically the the grass of the game. This is the. Uh, but it became a. I'm gonna. Yeah, look at that. See that guy's been playing for three hours now. You know what reminds just me. Getting of? his dot so big. Have you ever seen that that planetary explanation where it shows the Earth in comparison to the sun? Yeah, and then it goes up the and sun up in comparison like to Hyperion X fifty five hundred four thousand like light years away. The sun's not yeah. even a big star. No, it's just yeah, and then it's the sun's nothing at that point, and then it shows like the universe next to that or like this like. The multiverse. The multiverse. That's and what that this game goes. reminds me of. There's always a yeah. bigger dot, it seems. Does it ever scale back? Once you get to that dude's size, eventually it just comes down to... Like, you saw how big that, that yeah. guy was at eight. Does it do, yeah. like, a uh, Katamari type of thing, where it zooms no. back and you become, like, a smaller dot again? No, you can only get that... You can only get that big, and I think once... That happens. You just so you can eventually like, just fill win, the screen. You win the Genesis cartridge if you I don't think screen. you max out in size, because, like, it... It's supposed to try to accomplish that, but it just never gets that far because of the fact that some like you're so close to the size of the next person that it could it comes down to like a battle right, right basically right. between the two. All Something right. like that effect. You should be able to split. You can split. Yeah. Actually, I never showed you that. If you play as guest, you can press the space bar and you'll split into two copies, oh. so that that way, if because okay, so here's another element of the game I never explained mm -hmm. is that. <laughs> When you're smaller, you're faster. So even though you may I not see. be big in size, you're gonna get it. It's like a chipmunk kind of situation. Going on. You get into Titanic level where you can't outsteer. You can't steer away from the iceberg icon. Uh, Just play the. It, th game. This is also the uh, the opening stage of that game, Spore. They should have so a Cosby icon. <laughs> Somebody should play as Cosby. Trying to, trying to Trying to observe the Cosby dot. <laughs> Theo! <laughs> I was absorbed by Charles Manson's dot. 
Live from prison. Where's my dexamorphine? <laughs> I put that gravy on the on the nightstand. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey to, told a joke the other day where it, or on a podcast where he's like, and I was thinking about the Cosby mysteries. There's a couple mysteries I think I'd like solved about the Cosby. Like, why is that girl so fucking incoherent? And then there'd be that mixed thing where I'd go, hey, you know, I, I, I don't want to be raped right now, but it is the voice of Fat Albert. So I maybe maybe when he comes, he'll go, hey, hey, hey. Dude is probably the funniest possible person. Gilbert Godfrey. He's, He's a comics comic. He's a comics comic. He's the best. <laughs> Jesse, I'm getting rad tired. Radically tired. He's hitting the wall. He's been up for like 72 hours straight. Not that long. 72 hours. What are you doing for 72 hours straight? <laughs> no, I've just, uh, I was up all yesterday and then I couldn't sleep last night. My house was a ungodly level of heat. My downstairs roommate just like turned it up. Could have opened the windows or We had all the windows in the back door open, and it, I was like still just like sweating, like permeating sweat. Jeez. It was fucking nuts. It was just blasting. Maybe something's up. Maybe they're in trouble down there. And they're trying to signal to to you via the heating system. It's their only way of communication. <laughs> I don't think it's that complicated. Jesse. It's like Matthew McConaughey so. stuck know. behind the bookcase. You might want to give their door a knock. You never know. They, they've uh, passed out with their hand on I, the thermostat. I think it's funny that you mentioned that. That exact same situation happened to me. My neighbor's been like gone for like two months. And I was in that like kind of awkward moment where I haven't seen him in a while. And I don't know whether to text the landlord to be like, hey, did he leave? Or it's like maybe he could have died down there and I have no, no idea. Fine. I would never know because I would never check up. My, my downstairs neighbor is not dead. What I'm saying is she's I don't know shirt. whether mine's okay. <laughs> Oh, well, that's, I have I'm sorry. no idea. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Thanks, man. That's all I was looking for. A little sympathy. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the aggro app, the Grey's Anatomy blob just consumed another another thing. Grey's Anatomy has a blob. Oh, there's a Grey's Anatomy blob? There's corporate advertising can, in this in this. Yeah, app. no, you can buy your own little sticker so your, your thing's themed. I, we should have an idea grave. You can get one. your own face do you want on a, Do you want a live tweet playing aggro with an idea grave? Uh, I have bubble? consumed a smaller dot. I have consumed a smaller dot. I have eaten all the smaller podcasts. <laughs> War of the podcasts. Anyways, yeah. I, uh... I'm losing it. You gotta go to Betty Buy? Yeah. You know what you should do when you get home? What's that? You should eat some real good cheese. Have lots of cheese dreams. You ever do that? I should probably eat something. Have ever cheesed out and had some cheese dreams? No. Mm -hmm. Never. Do it tonight. You won't regret it. Is that a real thing? Because all I got is Parmesan. I don't think... I think that's gonna be really uncomfortable. Before you go to bed... Sprinkle Parmesan. Eat like a block of cheese. (laughs) About less than an inch. And brush your teeth. And go to bed. And tell me what you think. That's not real. It, it's it's like there's tryptophan or something in it. It makes you have crazy dreams. I ate a lot of cheese. I feel like I would have experienced this already. Look it up. Maybe, it's a thing. Maybe. maybe I have. Most people describe it like a lot of people don't like it. They they find it gives them nightmares. But I fucking love cheesy dreams. Cheese dreams. Cheese great. dreams. This podcast was brought to you in part by cheesy dreams. By cheese dreams. There's a recurring dream landscape that I have. I had I was back there last night. It's like a combination of every environment that I've ever lived in. It's a house that's all interconnected and you can venture to the different houses by going down like hallways and stuff. Yeah. And one of the, I was like kind of aware that I was in a dream one night. I got a little bit sentient and I decided to try to like, I was wondering like, what's outside this? Why am I always in this environment? What, what happens when I go outside? And there was like a field around the house. I went outside and then there was a moat and I, I reached this moat 
and I got into a boat, and the moat was like filled with all of these like goats. F- no, no, no. <laughs> This it was turning into a silly nursery rhyme. Filled with goats. Is that where this is going? If that's where this is going, you got to wrap it up. It was a dark lake, and it was full of these like piranha creatures. Yeah, and it was it was as if I had gotten to the end of of the video game level, right? Like I I could pass no further. Yeah. That was the the barrier. It's like the Truman Show when his boat crashes mm-hmm. into the wall, and he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> um, Greatest movie. Is it? Truman Show is an amazing it's movie. It's a great movie. I don't know if it's the greatest movie. <laughs> it's perfect for what there, it tried to do. Yeah, that's true. There's some hammy acting in it. Great music video. See, it's supposed to have hammy acting. They're on yeah. a, a television show from the 50s. Yeah. It's true. That great music video sequence in the middle with the Philip Glass music. Yeah. Every time I walk into traffic, I always call it the Truman Show moment. Where <laughs> like you just stick your hand out in front of the driver and then they have to obey you. <laughs> you just know if you're confident enough, they'll, they like won't hit you. They're just like, Fuck. Maybe he's from law enforcement or something. Plainclothes officer. He just looks slowly over. <laughs> yeah, you will it. <laughs> There's a really good chance that won't work depending on where you're standing. No one can hit you when really? you do that pose. See? Do you feel it? No, I, I don't want to go anywhere near him now. It's working. <laughs> that's, that's really creepy. <laughs> and I'm not going to sleep well tonight. All right. Brandon, well, do you want to plug Goodbye. anything? What's that? Do you want to plug anything? You want to plug your dog? You plug. plug your yeah. pen? Uh, get a dog and vape. <laughs> Join the club. DiCaprio. You got a club? on the streets. <laughs> yeah, we have a club. <laughs> vape dog? Vapedog.com. <laughs> Vapedog.com. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, guys, DM. look out for Tamagotchi Vape Fighters uh, coming to... Probably 2020. It'll take us some time to get organized. we got to do some VC funding. Viet Cong funding? <laughs> I don't know if I want to back a rebel group, Jesse. That band. <laughs> oh. I don't want to back that band. They're politically incorrect. I think they're changing their name now. Finally, after f- months and months and months of saying they're going to change their name. I think they're finally doing it. They should call themselves formerly Viet Cong. <laughs> That'd be a great name change. <laughs> or I was uh, Diet Cong. With a Diet Kong. Diet Cong. That'd be great. Donkey Kong. I like Diet Kong better. Because <laughs> he's skinny. You can have a picture of Kong, but he's skinny. Diet Schlong. <laughs> Diet Gong. Any, any, yeah, there you go. Any number. Viet of, Dong. Viet Dong. <laughs> I think that still would probably have offended people just as much. Viet Dong. I think that's one of, that's probably the first time uh, I've ever seen a band uh, be shamed to change their name because there's all sorts of offensive band names. Tons. It never used to be a thing that you, you, you the band was choosing it because it was offensive. Because you're juvenile and you're trying to make something that's provocative. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, and so it's it's kind of funny to think that like, I mean, I don't know how I how I felt about the name because. I'm not Vietnamese, so I guess I, I, I can't personally understand. I like I definitely sympathize with the fact that people And the fact that like, like we're are, North American white people, so we're not offended by anything anymore. Yeah, I'm just desen- like desensitized to stuff, but I PC's do politics. I do understand like why people were offended. And what really kind of pissed me off about the whole situation is how uh, apathetic they were to what everyone was saying. Cuz it is there's a certain amount of like you have to hold on to your creativity and your creative choices, and you have to kind of be sure of what you're doing. So you can't listen to just like one or two people, or even like a group of people who are kind of shaming you or hating you. But when you've just got like even your fans 
kind of being like, hey, like, why are you being so weird about this? And, like, why haven't you just changed your name already? Like, I really like your music, and I don't want to have to feel weird about coming to your concerts. Uh, it gets to that point where, like, to deny that is, in this day and age, when you have the internet and everyone can hear about it, is just really short-sighted. Taking it back. That's That would be my explanation. Taking it back. I'm going to make a positive. Take this, take this word back. Too many negative yeah. associations with the old old history. Yeah, but, um, like, you know, wounds, wounds are still wounds, right? Like, some people still hurt. And, it, like, I don't know. That's the, that's the kind of confusing uh, climate we find ourselves in now that everyone's interconnected with the Internet. Like, mm-hmm. as beautiful it is, as it is, now we're all just, like, hyper-sensitive to what everyone is feeling. And, like, if enough people get together and put their mind to, like, stopping something... It was proven with Action Bronson last uh, last year for North by Northeast. He was supposed to play Young and I Swear. He's played here before. I'm not familiar with his albums. Is he particularly offensive? Because like, people mean, were going about about like misogynistic rap lyrics. I'm like, who's this? Uh, a- Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Every so he's rap he's like lyric is misogynistic. he's like a New York rapper. I don't know like too much about him. I've heard a few of his songs. From what I've seen, there's definitely like a few things in videos he's done, which is like, oh yeah, that's like creepy, weird shit. But like really. Like, there's a Nelly video where he's swiping credit cards through girls' assholes, right? Like, <laughs> Tip there's, drill. Yeah, there's there's a lot of crazy shit I've seen in rap videos, and it's the first time ever where it's like, wow, people got together and boycott a free show, a North by Northeast show, one of the headliners, got together and boycott them, and it worked. Yeah. They canceled it and moved the show somewhere else and made it like a ticket show, and it was just like, I got the one side, but it's like, holy shit. Like, the mobilization of people in a city like this, where it's like, oh, they just, enough people were like, nope, and they actually just managed to shut so down this, like, massive fucking yeah. event. That would have still been, like, super And he's just well a musician. He's you just know, a musician. where was that opposition for, like, fucking George Bush doing speeches it, and stuff? It's hard to like, stand up to, it's, but, like, criminal. the problem with the, their, like, the mobilization is it's hard to, like, sort of even go, like, hey, come on, a little free speech, because they can be like, what, free speech? Like, listen to what he says, and then you look like a bad person for trying to, like, like, it's either... You know, yeah, but that's gonna be inevitable. Like, y- you can't help like, but look like a bad person to someone. Like, someone's gonna have that sort of opinion. To- like, the 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 importance of free speech. It is it is really shitty, but like the second you justify sublimating any any idea, any other idea is like possibly sublimated. It's yep. just, it is one of those things where it sucks. You have to let. Uh, but it could destroy like your life if you came out and been like, "Hey, come on, let him, let him say his thing." And it's like, "Oh, what?" Then you're this, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like your job hears about it, and, and like and that's, you're and that's fired, why it's, and it's like it's hard to be like it's hard to defend free speech without looking <laughs> like you're trying to abuse it, even if you're taking a completely neutral stance, because then people accuse you of not being sensitive to the issue. When it really is one of those things of just like, no, it's. To maintain some like sensibility, so we can all like think and feel the way we want to, we have to uh, be able to disagree with each other, but also like be okay with other people. Like the thing I'm, I find obnoxious is we've been here before. This already happened yeah, this, in the 90s. This happens every other time. Like, it's just the new the, media. The downside new, of having like yeah. a democratic president is that people don't have their boogeyman to like hang their 1984 nightmares around, so they start to turn on each other. Like Tipper Gore in the '90s tried to like censor rap lyrics, saying yeah. that like there's absolutely no 
excuse and no justification for saying advocating the murder of police officers is wrong and we should ban and now everybody's just like, like memory wipe police. yeah and you know ice ice tea is on fucking uh law and order or whatever and uh yeah you know, it's all just like oh okay it's art they're writing about the community that they're from and yeah. i'm sure action bronson doesn't really run trains on ladies and stuff <laughs> like that he's probably a fat cook that you know, is in the hip hop culture. That's what he seems like. So he yeah. seems to be in interviews. <laughs> seems to be like just as interested in eating like salty food as he is, you know, doing rap music. How you guys doing today? My name is Action Bronson. We're in the Bon Appetit test kitchen right now, overlooking gorgeous lower Manhattan. We're gonna do a nice hummus, a beautiful Mediterranean uh, delicacy from my area of the world and some lamb to go with it, some kofta. These are some things that I grew up eating. I'm gonna bring my friend Chloe to help me. Bon yeah, I agree, and like, you don't, you don't have to like him, but there, there's like a fine line between not liking something and then like launching crusades against it, mini crusades against something, which is just like, that's dangerous behavior. There, you can spend your time on better things. George Martin writes a lot of bad stuff in those Game of Thrones books. We should. There's murder, assassination. They killed, They burned a child to they death. They killed a child. A brother and a sister have relationship. Did you say S-E-X? Yeah, I, I think did. you said S-E-X. I did. Did they have children out of wedlock? They did. In an incestuous relationship? We should relationship? burn those books, guys. Burn them. We should get together and just make a big pile of books and just have a good old-fashioned book burning. Maybe round up couple of people we don't like, put them on. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, well, this episode of Idea Grave is... Every time you, you hold that microphone closer to your mouth, I just have to <laughs> turn the volume down. And it's freaking me out. I know, I but like you don't it. have a proper audio feed to your headphones. It's, I know. It sounds fine. You don't need to keep on. <laughs> uh, this this podcast has been brought to you by freaking out. Fucking out. But You're going to sleep so done. good tonight, Brandon. Yeah, 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 I am. Wow. Thank you for all the... Uh, oh, I forgot this was there. Thank you for all the uh, whiskey. Was really good. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah. Sorry, I got progressively more drunk on your podcast. That's, one that's, that's fine. You're officially a reoccurring guest. Officially, yep. I can't. Three do this times. Anymore. Two is a two is a. Eh, maybe I'll never come back. Three. <laughs> we gotcha. Now, uh, we're, now we're hitting you up every like six weeks. God when I go it. on vacation, you can take over. You can be like the the guest host that like sits with. Oh, Jessica and Megan this weekend, so I'm just gonna play our safe playlist over here. Brandon, gonna, you, you are it. the heir apparent to Idea Grave. <laughs> the heir apparent. The heir apparent. The heir apparent. I thought you were gonna go the into a apparent. bit about like turning it into a, a standard radio station, like while while I'm that's, on vacation. That's exactly what I was gonna do. And watch one hundred two. Kim Mitchell's my uh, my guest this week. Kim Mitchell, what do you got a plane for you today? What have you been up uh, to this weekend, Kim? Well, I was got... watching the Jays. Well, watching the Jays insert Toronto baseball I mean, team. The second he goes on vacation, we can finally do our Opus and Anthony thing, where we just like have a weird sort of mildly racist, shitty yeah. like talk show yeah. podcast where we make fun of people. Exploring and free speech. Yeah, I, I, I like exploring to explore the limits of free speech. Free speech, as long as you know my name's stricken off the record. You'll have, what, are you, what would be your alias? What's your vape alias? <laughs> vape Dog 420. Uh, yeah, Vape Dog 420. 
Mr. Dongman at fucking... Mr. Dongman? <laughs> Mr. Dongman at Hotmail dot... Mm. That email address might be available. <laughs> dot... Mm. Is there a dot... Mm? Um, I think they've opened up the... Uh, I think you can get any... Any domain. I feel like mmm.com is registered and so is mmmmm. But there might be enough ms.com that you can probably register. You could probably get 26ms.com for like 10 bucks for a year. And then that'll be the idea grave fucking prime URL. I'll share that on blogs. You'll tweet that. We should we should try and get one of the dot sex domains and just get idea ideagrave.sex. I'm interested in the dot mm. There's no dot. That's mm. great. We just made that one up. That should be a thing though. How mm. much do you have to pay to make that happen? I don't know. You can't make your own we TLD. To, that's yeah. Do we, we have to found a country? It's kind of like Webster's Dictionary. It's got to be agreed upon by committees. Okay, yeah. but how do we get on that committee? You know these tech things. You can't have lots of money. This should be your project for 2016. Yeah, they, they, getting only, dot, mm. they only just added like a bunch more yeah. to the stack. We can't make the internet a silly mess with more top-level domains. That is dot not Brandon. a silly mess. Imagine you got jesse.jesse. Like that was your URL for, you know. If Every so enough. often we strike gold on this podcast and Brandon just striked gold. That Je- is Jesse a dot great Jesse. idea. Jesse.jesse. New TLD. Jesse. Jesse.jesse. Jesse. Mm. Get your product on dot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's catchy. Internet that catchy. gives you mm-hmm. dot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Cupcakes dot. Mm-hmm. Misha Tate dot. Mm-hmm. Asian cream pies dot. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more, one more, one more bit. You can you can pack up if if you need to. I wanted I wanted to get uh, your uh, reaction to the UFC. That was crazy on Saturday. Uh, yeah, no, two rear naked chokes, fucking first fight, or sorry, uh, main event and the co-main event. Jiu-jitsu like, power. Great. Jiu-jitsu power. Jiu-jitsu power. I feel like it's going to be like, uh, you know the day after New Year's when people go sign up to the gym? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like that Everyone for wants to know how to do a rear After naked that choke. UFC, we're going to get so many new guys coming in wanting to learn the rear naked choke because that was, that was a highlight for it, man. Both, like... Because, I mean, like, the whole thing was talking about these two boxing guys, right? And then mm-hmm. the second he fucking got his ass rocked, he tried to shoot for a takedown. Which is funny because he, he spent a lot of time talking before the fight about, like, that once he lays his fucking fists on you, he will become a panicked wrestler. So, you'll, like, you can't take the shot, so you go to shoot for, like, a takedown. And that's exactly what happened to him. He yep. got his ass beat, and then he shot for that takedown and against, like, fucking... You know, Nate Diaz, like one of the... Oh, man. And, and photographically, it was interesting, too, because Connor was, like, beefy. Looked muscular, looked yeah, in shape. But he was Nate also Diaz shorter. Looked, like, kind of just, you know, pudgy. He looked a little soft. I don't know. I think that's... beat his ass. Yeah. No, I don't, just I, I don't think that's... Or whatever. It's, like, whatever is his training... He was training for a marathon or something, or a yeah. triathlon. Well, that's just his frame, and that's part of his frame that, I guess, works for him. He's, like, fucking Gumby, man. He's just got, like, these... Like, he's got, like, you know that the ball and chain from fucking Mario? Just the, oh, the chomp yeah. bombs? He's got, oh, that's yeah. his arms, man. They're just, like, little rubbery, and then, like, at the end is, this, like, this ball of concrete. Mm-hmm. And he can just go from different angles, and it just it hits you in weird ways you don't see it coming. Weird bitch slaps? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that really is... Uh, Did you see the fights? No. You should download it. It's great. It's a good new, one. There, Misha Tate's the new champion. She beat Holly Holm. 
It's crazy. It's kind of like wrestling. It's like WWE these days. Mm-hmm. You, know? you get really absorbed into like all these characters. You're just being an alien. Like, yeah. Right now. No. Completely. That's how I feel about books. So the the lead up <laughs> a month ago, Ronda Rousey was dethroned <laughs> after a long winning streak. I, I saw that. Yeah. Got head kicked. The epitome of feminism. First title defense by Holly Holm. She was going against Misha Tate, who's been like the long term runner up in the division. Yeah. She like always comes second. She can't beat Ronda Rousey, but she beat uh, Holly Holm on Saturday. It was a it was a kind of tense back and forth boxing match, and then in the final round, fifth round, Misha Tate took her down, got her back, choked her out, and it was a crazy choke out because uh, Holly Holm went to sleep and she was still punching at the air, like as she was fading. Yeah, you could see like the yeah. life drain out of her. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that was, was apparently that was her trying to tap. She was trying to tap, but like she had no way of oh. tapping because she was just standing so close to like being unconscious that because she. Her arms were sticking out like this, but she couldn't touch like the oh, mat. Oh, I thought she was so trying was to just, punch her. No, she was trying to signal to the ref that she was at. No, because she was behind her. He wasn't trying to punch her that way. He was trying to tap, but like the ref basically didn't see it. Hmm. She went out though. That's got to be called quicker, you know? Fucking yeah. You gotta have. Ref well, I mean, shit. usually the, there's no like brain damage or any sort of harm until like 12 seconds of no blood of the brain. But you it's, never know what not, can happen. You could collapse. You, it. You Obviously, know. it's not good for you anytime you yeah. lose rapid amounts of oxygen in your brain like that. Yeah. But yeah. Good fight. I'm see. I'm more. I'm genuinely more into boxing. I like to watch just a straight up Pacquiao. Fucking Manny Pacquiao, baby. <laughs> the Pac Man. Like Senator see, yeah. Pacquiao. That motherfucker is Senator in politics. Pacquiao. Yeah, that's Senator, right. Good got, Christian. He got in trouble for, for uh, his community. That's right. Yeah, but he's like, oh, it's a common ideology in Philippines, so it's okay. You heard about that? No. Manny Pacquiao got in trouble for making all these gay comments, and all these people are pulling their sponsorship. Oh, really? What? Yeah, Filipinos Manny Cap- are Manny homophobic. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, in their government, he's running really? for government. He said it like because it was a whole it was a whole stance on gay marriage because he's running for I don't know office in the Philippines, and yeah, he was just basically saying like, oh, it's like akin to animals. Like, what are we gonna let like animals next? Like, just really that like old, really poor like contrast between the uh, two. That's disappointing. It is, and then I think I think Nike pulled their sponsor. I don't know if it was Nike or or like Reebok or Adidas. I don't know one of those. Oh man, one of those top people. Yeah. Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Get it together. Pac-Man. Senator Pac-Man. Come on. I don't think he was the fucking beacon of hope for uh, progressive social issues. Oh, yeah. I mean, he takes... He beats people up for a living. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's always funny. The pro athletes will surprise boxer. you with their conservatism. What's he's a happening great boxer. There? Is that me? Yeah. Is, is my... I think you're causing interference on your, your oh, line there or something. My texts are ruining the signal? Yeah, it's funny. My apologies. It clipped. But yeah, it's always it's always surprising to me when you, like, you see a, a pro athlete will surprise you with their conservatism. Like, it should make sense. Like, oh, they're bros, they're jocks. But every so often, you'll hear, like, some athlete that you're into, like Jose Batista or something, will go and do an interview, and then all of a sudden they'll start going on about, like... the wrong thing for, like, an hour. Yeah. Or they'll go on about, like, how they're... You know, when Wayne Gretzky was supporting Stephen Harper in the previous election, you're just (laughs) like, what? The great one? Yeah, that's not something you never want to hear. Like, especially if, like, you really idolize that guy as a kid, and then you're like, oh, man, he supports that. Why? He 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 rolled back on it after the election. He was saying that, you know, I respect the leader of my birth country, and I will always do whatever I can to support the sitting prime minister. So if it's John so Creechin just, that calls me up, he's just uh, he's an icon. Arbitrarily will support whatever he's become like such a canadian icon that he's like a mountie like any any prime minister can pick up that symbol and use it to 
Get Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Get Wayne Gretzky. On the Gets a great one. Up next. I need an endorsement. <laughs> Anything for you, Prime Minister? What's your name again? That's it. Wayne Gretzky. I'm really Prime good Minister. at sucking Brennan in for another like 35 minutes after oh he says that the podcast is. Yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can go. We can, yeah, we can just like get up and leave. Yeah, really. I'm just I'm gonna sit here the rest of the night. I'll go solo. <laughs> well, all right. So my voice is gradually fades. <laughs> See you. And now Jesse's just gonna filibuster <laughs> by himself. Anyways, good night, everyone. The top one percent of the one percent of the one percent. The bottom seven of the top fourteen of the one. If you're keeping track, that is point zero 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 one percent of the one percent.